Hello everyone, welcome back to Caffeine Co-op, my name's Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are back, I know it's been a little while, we got we got pretty uh, aggressively excited with our E3 podcast. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we got so excited, we haven't done a podcast. That's exactly <laughs> right, and then we were just like, you know what, I'm going to the beach, the games are yeah. fine, they'll be there. <laughs> I was, yeah, it was basically, if you could tell... I think eagle-eared listeners will will uh, will be able to tell on our last podcast we were pretty tired by the end of it. I think no, <laughs> we were pretty. I mean, in the industry secret, if you couldn't tell, literally right after the podcast ended, I I, I told Zach I was like I tried to come up with some wordplay, some pun, and I just gave up. I was like I'm too tired. I just kind of like just slunk down in my chair. I think that was the latest podcast too. I, we finished at like one thirty a.m. That was yeah. <laughs> that was roof. It um, was a bit a bit rough on everyone. We were when we fell asleep, and then we just woke up uh, a few few minutes ago. That's, that's it. How, it's that's how dedicated we are. That's why we didn't come out with one on July first right. or August first. Was because right. we just woke up on August sixth. It really was it's just like a jam packed. <laughs> last two episodes where we're like you know you know what our fans deserve the best and we're gonna give them this hiatus um and we had to like rightfully so we had to make we had to make good on our promise that we were gonna end the podcast uh every episode we promised we were gonna it's not a promise it's a threat (laughs) that's how i like to look at it as it's a threat we're this could be it don't expect another one don't expect (laughs) anything Savor them while you still can. They're gifts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we actually we give gifts to each other. We're really aggressive about them. Like, hey, enjoy this while you still can. Like every time I get I get, I get Zach a comic, I'm like, hey, have fun with this. I'm gonna burn it later on. You don't You're gonna be walking home in the rain. You know that. <laughs> you know what that's gonna do to the paper. <laughs> uh. But yeah, we're back. We're back. We got got. We weren't we that bad. Um, yeah. And we got some cool. We got some good stuff today. And best of all, we have our top five pre-order rankings for fall 2019. Uh, I'm very excited. I should have asked this beforehand, but we are not professionals. We are lovers of games. That was not well phrased. I'm gonna keep going. But are we doing top ranking in terms of like most wanted? Like, are we itching to get get these games, or is it just like, yeah, these are the ones we want the most uh, collectively? Oh, I have mine in my in order. You oh. can have, if it doesn't have to be, but mine are in five. Is like no. I'm very excited, or well, I guess that's wrong. Five is I'm excited, <laughs> and one is I need this today. You're like you're, you're gonna kick down the doors to get this thing. Exactly. Gonna... Yeah. So I'm doing. I'm doing one is my most anticipated. Five is my least of the top five. Right. So one is like if you were if you were at at GameStop, um, like if you were if someone else was working if the audience was working at a GameStop and they looked outside, they would just see you just like standing outside the window, pulling just the... all Venom style, licking the glass, yeah. like trying to yeah. get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to the to the friendly readers out there, we are both very excited for Absolute Carnage. Just uh, the shout out to that. I think, uh, yeah, oh, oh my god, we are just 
We're recording this right before Absolute Carnage comes out, so if you don't hear from us, it's because we we died from how great Absolute Carnage number one is. Uh, I forgot I'm actually going to try and edit this tomorrow, which is the day it comes out, and I don't know how... Like, I'm going to reread that issue, like, six times. It's going to be... I mean, it's going to be... Uh, AC uh, AD like after after Carnage. Well, actually, AC AC just just AC after Carnage. AAC after Absolute Carnage. After that's all I was trying to get at. Yeah, thank God. Finally, it's <laughs> ruining my brain. Like just thinking about Carnage too much. We're just think, our brains are melting and becoming the yeah. symbiotes that are going to take over our bodies and souls. I mean, I think. Um, Every time I think about it, I just I get excited, I and mean, just even the title, just absolute carnage. Ah. I, didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. I uh, something came over me. It's like something inside me. It's uh, it's like brewing up. It's, it's so weird. The, the brew boys are the symbiotes are taking over, over the brew boys over here. Ooh, we might have to come up with a symbiote variation of brew boys. Oh. <laughs> just our our our, our or the, with, like, the brew boys tonight. back in black. Oh yeah. <laughs> Any artist friends that draw this, yeah. I yeah. I will die of happiness. Please. Like, real quick, can you give us, yeah, just our, our profile pictures, but just, like, little tendrils coming off? Like, oh, God, that oh, would be so cool. they should do that for cool. Snapchat. They should have, like, a, like a Venom filter. Maybe for like, Venom 2. Like, yeah, boy. Um, oh, all right. But, so, so mm-hmm. this is to, uh, <laughs> to the, uh. Any new listeners out there, Caffeine Co-op is a video game podcast, believe it or not, and we will be talking about video game podcasts. No, that's not right. We will be talking about video game news that has come out in the past, uh, usually the past month, uh, maybe a little more so because it's been a little while, and we'll also talk any rumors that are coming up. Um, So again, a fun video game podcast, and uh, with that being said... Brandon, before we get into the news, I'm going to throw you the greatest question of the podcast. What have you been playing? Oh. Oh my. That is a that is the greatest question of the podcast, I will say. So, I've been playing uh believe it or not, Titanfall 2, a little game Uh, You might have have heard me mention it before. I always love to hear you're back in Titanfall 2. Like, that's just like, it's it's when, it's that, that means, you know what that means? It means you're done with any new games you've had, and you're just, you're just in a good, happy place, and you're in your comfort zone, and you're riding out, and you're just, just slaying it in those Titans. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's one of those things where, like, I'll be thinking, I'll be like, I'll finish something else, I'll be like, yeah. I should move on to something else, and then I can I can just hear it in the background. It's just like Diane Faltu, just like whispering. It's like Jumanji. It's just like dum, 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 dum. <laughs> it's like yeah, like I can just hear when I'm going to sleep. It's just like activate Titan, uh, <laughs> activating Titan Fault. It's just like in my in my sleep, I'm just like use the stim pack. Uh, this is just me like yelling all Titanfall 2 stuff, but yeah, I'm, uh, heavily back into Titanfall 2, as, uh, as usual, as, like, every few months or so, I get, like, this itch, I'm just like, I, I gotta get back into it, I gotta show these people what's up, um, there's a steep learning curve to that game again, as with a lot of, like, online games, I don't know how, you, I don't know if you've had this experience, where, like, you went back to an online multiplayer game that you were playing before, and you get, like, smoked, 
Oh, especially with shooters, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, like I jumped into Fortnite today for the first time in, I don't know, a month. Right. Not that I was any good at Fortnite in the beginning, <laughs> but, like, I got in and I was just like, oh, right, you have to build things and all that right. crap. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a whole other world, man. Like, it just, you, you know, like... Uh, it's, yeah, so it's like, first round got trounced pretty bad and then from then on I'm like all right i gotta i see what's up i see what's happening and i finally got back into my group of things and i played so much my hands hurt um that's how you know it was a good time fall two session it was just like i was my hands were getting cramped up from how tightly i was holding the controller oh yeah uh, but i i love that game so much if you haven't played it the campaign is one of my favorite campaigns of any game and the multiplayer is still active more so because of Apex Legends. Uh, yeah, boy. If you're supporting Apex Legends, <laughs> support Titanfall 2. Or you actually, you know what? I gotta say, even if you don't like Titanfall 2, you're supporting it by playing Apex Legends. So keep right. doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep on keeping on. That's all we. That's what we say here. We've said it from, since the beginning. Uh, that's our catchphrase. Uh, it is now. But um, you know yeah, what it is our catchphrase though. Vote with your dollar. Vote with your dollar. I was gonna say pay with your dollar, but like, duh. <laughs> I I almost got it mixed up with our other catchphrase. Uh, when you stare into the abyss for too long, it is uh, the abyss stares back into you. Um, which that was our very constant. That was a weird episode. We got into philosophy that episode. Uh, too much, too much, I'd say. But uh, <laughs> but really, if you if you like Apex Legends, give Titanfall two a shot. I think it's the better game, but that's that's just me. Uh, I think I like playing Titanfall two more. Um, I like I but... like I agree. I like the sh- the the like like even the deathmatch mode of Titanfall two. I think is just a better like without Titans. I think it's just a good shooter. Like oh yeah, like it's, it's just fun. I, I I think it's a very well done game. It handles really well. I like how you said this before. There's a speed to t- to, uh, mm-hmm. to Titanfall two that is like very i won't say a twitch shooter but it's very much like you have to you really have to keep moving the entire time like momentum is such a big part of the game that i really love and it's unlike a lot of other shooters out there but i still think it's like really incredible and a a good one if you're not really feeling apex or just if you like apex and you want to try something similar and with like uh some different levels it's right up your alley and probably super cheap at this point. Um, but yeah, so uh, I've been playing that. And can I do one more? Absolutely. I've been playing this game called The Messenger uh, from 2018. Have you heard of it? No. Give me the deets. So this is a really... So this game is... What platform are you playing on? I'm playing on Switch. Ooh. Um, but it's available, I think, on PC, Switch... PS4, Xbox One, um, and it's not a uh, very like graphically intuitive game. Uh, it's a uh, it's a side scroller, and not to say that in a way to, to take away from it because I think it's it looks incredible. It um, it's basically it harkens back to Ninja Gaiden and those style games from like late NES era. And kind of stuff, and it's a it's a really fun action platformer. And it's a really great side scroller where you, you're you're just kind of going through these levels, 
of you are literally a uh, you're a, a ninja who starts off his village and you're a messenger from the village and you're trying to get it to the top to like this end point where you're trying to to save humanity from uh, a demon army that is coming which i mean who uh, who among us has not been in that position before right who hasn't been there you know uh, it's it's the like really, i feel like it's a it's, it's like a rite of passage like a, a rite of passage like i did it uh between like sophomore and junior year of college like when did um what did you say for you like when did it happen for you uh it wasn't until after after junior year before graduation though yeah, oh, yeah you you, okay, you like definitely this. did that before me it, it was like one of those things where it was like an accelerated program for me where it was just like it was the um yeah like it was the ninja um messenger major i uh, well you were the ninja messenger major ap like it was just that that was was a high school excuse me it was you taking the ap class and so you were just that much more prepared with like some of my credits and stuff and Mm -hmm. it built up and then when i transferred those credits to a different village um not all of them transferred so i did have to make some of them up but i was able to get like a pretty decent like they say like you should do at least before like uh you're done you're done college so i think it, it worked out pretty well um but anyway uh, <laughs> uh we <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> like I'm, most of my talking about that game which is a dumb joke uh but we'll say not what, what's not a dumb joke is the writing in this game is phenomenal it's really fun uh it's very i, I don't want to say meta but i think it's aware of what is of what it's trying to homage to and okay. I think it, it does a really great way. It's like the, the action's great and the gameplay is really fun. And there's like a, um, there's this guy who's he's like a, uh, it's basically like a, a marketplace where you, you buy upgrades and inventory from him. He's um he's like the merchant um basically and he is he has like a hood on he has like the and you can only see his eyes are kind of glowing. And but what's really great about him that you think he's like he he like he seems kind of shady at first, but he's basically like he's just there to help you and just like he's very he's like the comic relief basically because there's one point when you're you're asking uh, you're asking him about the current area you're in and he's talking about how uh yeah like he's talking about how the current area you're in is like not too bad he's like there is a boss in here but you won't have to he's like you don't have to encounter him because like yeah like the, the, it's, it's, it's a leaf monster that only comes out uh on, on full moons so you're good and then it switches back to you, uh, the messenger, and he just has, like, an ellipses. You're just kind of, like, staring at him. And then the mar- merchant's like, wait, is it a, a whole man out tonight? And then he's like, oh, uh, hey, you'll, you'll be fine, though. Don't worry about <laughs> it. He, like, fully acknowledges it. He's like, oh, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> I kind of screwed you on this one. <laughs> like, um, there was a, And it's like, he'll tell you these fables and stuff where, like, you think there's supposed to be some lesson in there, and then like the the messenger, he keeps trying to guess it. He's like, "Yeah, does this mean you should be like nice to people? Or you should like learn from your mistakes." And the merchant is just like, "No, I just thought it was a good story. Like, what are you trying to find an answer in this thing? Go." Like, he just kind of like <laughs> he's like vaguely annoyed with you. Like, no man, don't try to look into everything like so um, so intently. Uh, so it's really fun so far. I don't want to spoil. There's a twist in the game. It's a really cool turn in terms of gameplay, and I can tell you off air. But I, uh, but it's a really, it's a very surprising and inventive way of challenging the 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 player 
for what you are thinking this game is going to be and then changing it uh, at a very particular point to make it something almost completely different but still familiar at the same time. That's very exciting. That's cool. And yeah, it's um, it's very fun so far. I, the music especially is incredible. Um, great gameplay, like so much fun. I'm super looking forward to it. I should be able to finish it by our next podcast, which will probably... We don't want to say when because we're going to be passed out from absolute carnage. Oh, yeah. uh, number one, when that happens, we'll be in a coma. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a coma cast. Where we'll we'll like try to connect mentally. Our dream uh, states. Yeah, <laughs> Inception cast. It will just be it will just be Inception, but like with a podcast where we're just rolling around like a hotel hallway, but just recording until all the like, recording stuff. equipment is stuck to the one side of the room <laughs> as it spins, and we're trying to jump <laughs> like, to the equipment. Hey, Zach. Uh, man. One more Halo. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Your voice. That's like rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, that's the Messenger available on. Yeah, so that was the Messenger I was talking about. Available on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That's awesome. That sounds fun. It's yeah. a cool little bit. So I, I don't think. I think this was actually right after we recorded. The E3 podcast, I finished the story for uh, Mario Odyssey. Uh, so that was oh, fun. That was that was good. I was glad I finally beat that because that was good. That was – it was a good – you know, it was like the story is like – it was – like I didn't care too much about the story itself. But the game was a lot of fun and it was fun playing beginning to end. Um, that was great. Yeah, what would you think of um, – yeah, like overall like your feelings about like the – level progression and just like all the worlds and stuff oh i thought it was like a near perfectly made game like talking like difficulty learning how to play from like the first time you use mario's hat powers to the end when you're like you know when to be dependent and you know when you don't need it at all um right it, it really was like a near perfect game progression um it was very good. It was it was very fun. Um, just I think my biggest thing with that was really that I, the story just didn't interest me. But like I didn't expect much of a story because it's a Mario game. Like it's not you know innovative. It's Mario and Bowser right. and Peach. Like and there's nothing wrong with right. that. Yeah. But it, it was just that that was the one. Like for me, the replayability is very low. Like I'm very happy I played it. It was a lot of fun. Right. It was very exciting. Um, but the only reason I still have it is so Valerie could play it now. <laughs> like it's i will say there's some fun stuff if you go back into the worlds and try to get like the moons and stuff um i will say that the secret last world was pretty oh, cool um i think it's old reason. enough that i could talk about it the the yeah the fact that you go back to the mushroom kingdom which is the uh the mario 64 kingdom level um yes. that was very cool and like mind. i i didn't yeah. do too much like like i i don't know i guess i don't consider that replayability because it was the first time you're in that area um, so I right. did spend, I think, like an hour or two just messing around there, and that was fun. Like, it was very cool that they redid that level. Um, right. That was I think, very... Yeah, I think um, it, it's definitely, like, it's very nostalgic, but it hit me in this way that I was like, ooh. Like, it, I didn't expect it, so that was, like, a very special moment uh, to have. And I think, it, like, have you played Super Mario 64 at all? I can't remember if we, if we talked about this. <laughs> Uh, I, no, not personally. I watched, I remember my, co- my cousin had an instance. Yeah. 
spree. Turning into, into a carnage there. Yeah, just, yeah like... just getting the best of me. My cousin had an N64, and I remember watching her play Mario, but I'd never really right. played. It's yeah. So I was curious, if like, like yeah, like how, how did that that last world like? How did it feel for for you? Like when you finally got to it. Oh, it was. It felt very rewarding. Like even though I didn't play Mario sixty four, it felt like right. very rewarding as a like I don't know. I guess you could call me like a fake fan, like a a bandwagon. Yeah. That's more. I, I I didn't mean it to like it. I meant more like a bandwagon fan, like fake. Fan. <laughs> fake. Um, but yeah, like it was just, it was like, I, I could appreciate it and that's what it made. It brought a smile to my face and I didn't even play the original. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so that's, that's my thoughts on that. Very good. I'd give it like a, I don't know, seven out of 10, something like that. Um, interesting. What? It was really good. (laughs) No, it's, um, I mean, is it, uh, I, yeah, I guess they could, they could put like, I don't know, fucking like, uh. Don't, don't you dare! Don't you dare! Get, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, they didn't, they didn't have a. Yeah, I, I guess Mario didn't have a his hair was spiky. Enough. Sorry, he didn't have a goddamn spiky hair, sword wailing. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he didn't have a. He didn't have a key, key blade, so I guess he's uh he's not cool. That's fine. But, hey, that's a seven out of ten solely on gameplay alone. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right if we if like this would be the the episode that we do actually like we threaten we end the podcast this is the one that, like, we're getting, we're i will i will publish it don't you worry so even if it ends with us threatening each other it'll be public <laughs> uh and so, all right, so real quick, I've also, so I beat that a while ago, actually, and we'll I've recently been trying to find I'll shut up. <laughs> I've recently been playing uh, Lego Marvel 2. Lego Marvel oh, Super yeah, yeah. 2. And, and I really, if I'm honest, man, the only reason I started that is so I can unlock Venom and play as Venom. Like, just, <laughs> But I, I haven't even gotten there yet. But it's, you know, it's oh, okay. a fun game. I love that game. I it's love cute. the Lego games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's adorable. So I've been playing that on my Switch a lot. Um, and then I also literally today I jumped back into Call of Duty World War Two because you know just like just like you were saying sometimes you just gotta gotta get back into an old game and I never beat the World War Two campaign and I want to oh, wow. play through that campaign so supposed to be good yeah yeah so I'm excited I, I like um, yeah everyone I talked to I think is like as much liked uh, World War Two a lot uh, the game not god damn it. Um, <laughs> I really, I really walked into that one. Yeah, like everyone, man, everyone loves War. Everyone II. loves that's World why, War Two, right? Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why we have a bunch of people who are Nazis, um, just rolling around today, uh, you know, which uh, is the worst. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's uh, let's so we get we got our games. We know what we've been playing so well. Uh, Let's get into some news and uh, let's let's just let's take a step back and let's get ready for some of the news. Hey everyone, uh, we're going to be talking about some heavy topics in this episode, particularly this section. Uh, Zach is going to include a t- timestamp for if you want to skip over uh, this material of the podcast. I wanted to put a a content warning for this particular section. We're going to be going, we're going to be over, we're 
we are going to be covering some very um, heavy subjects that are recently in the news that are important to us to discuss uh, such topics as um, mass shootings, gun violence, how they uh, are being uh, related to video games, why we want to talk about them, why, um, and just in general, the the topic of uh, the gun violence that is going on currently in America and what is happening to our our, uh, our country and how that relates to us, not only as uh, fans of video games, but also as people. And if you are sensitive to these topics, uh, I w- would recommend to skip over it. We will make sure to keep this in this particular sections and when we're done you'll be able to listen to the rest of the podcast on its own we thank you for keeping with us and understanding that these topics are important to us and um are are a part of our conversation uh for not only the uh not only us but the, our, our audience and what we care about so thank you so, guys, the first thing we're going to talk about in the news is actually uh, pretty solemn. And uh, it has unfortunately been brought to video games. So it's kind of been brought to us, and I think that's why we're going to talk about it. And uh, one thing I'd like to say first is that this isn't a conversation about politics. This is a conversation about uh, really just safety and interest and facts, unfortunately. Um, so on Saturday, August 3rd, uh, 22 people were killed in a shooting in El Paso, Texas. Uh, and simultaneously, well, not simultaneously, but on that same day, nine people were shot and killed in a mass shooting in Dayton, Ohio. And this is, uh, these were very tragic events and it's terrible that these events happen at all. It's terrible that they happened in the same day as each other. Now, as the news began to cover it, as it does, and as politicians came out to say things, as they do, uh, several people have specifically listed Dan Patrick, Kevin McCarthy, Joe Biden, and President Trump all came out and blamed video games for the mass shootings, saying that they are the root of it, essentially the root of all evil. And I have one thing to say to all of them. F*** you. <laughs> I think this is going to... I'm so glad we're on the same wavelength, because I was going to... I, 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 I thought you were going to say, like, well, I, I appreciate their input, but I think they should look further. I was really going to be like, no, no. yeah, here's my point. F*** all of you. No, it's... it's so, I co-sign that. Yeah. It's... And and again, I want to clarify: this isn't politic. This isn't a political statement in the sense that, uh, as I pointed out, there's a Democrat in that list of specific people that I said. So it's not just Republicans; it's Republicans and some Democrats. I know someone on CNN said it. I couldn't find the name, unfortunately, which really bothers me that I don't have that name. But to anyone saying that, f- you, and and uh, like I, I, you just have to look at facts. Video games are produced worldwide. They are extremely popular in Japan and China 
and in the United Kingdom. But how many countries have had over 200 mass shootings in 2019 alone? Let's uh, let's think about that for a second too. Not just in like the past 10 years, not the past in the past five years. 2019. We're not even done. 2019. We're in August. That's over 200 mass shootings alone. Like I don't have the statistics in front of me, but just think about that. On the Brandon, do the you want to know what day years. it is today, August sixth? It is the 218th day of the year, and we have had over 200 shootings. And I know the number is a lot higher than 200. I just don't have the exact number. Right. Um, it's like it is like 216. It's it's almost to the day. It's uh, it's pretty much at least. And, and and so that's the hashtag video games are not the problem because they're not. Um it's to just, any uh, I was going to say it's it's very worrying to me and infuriating. To have people come out and talk about video games this way, so a medium I care about a lot, but it's also because it's a scapegoat for a larger problem in right. our uh, our country. That it's like, oh, it's the video games that are at fault. No, it's the fact that we are allowing people to buy these weapons and these, frankly, tools of destruction so easily. And it's every time I've heard all types of. Uh, all, all, all types of scapegoats for this. It's video games. It's movies. It's rap music that's causing people, like young people, to be angry. It's it's uh, fuck. I'm trying to remember like mental illness that it's like all these conversations that never get anywhere because it's just oh we're gonna latch onto this now instead of actually doing anything. No, yeah, exactly. And, and that's a, it, we don't we don't have a video game problem because the world would have a video game problem. We have a gun problem. So to anyone tossing blame, don't you f***ing dare use our worldwide recreational activity as your excuse ever again. Because you are simply put just trying to shoulder push it aside, trying to sweep it under the rug, trying to sweep another mass killing under the rug. And you know what? As I've said, this is not a political thing for me. Brandon knows me personally. I am not a very political person. I I hate that our country doesn't feel safe. And that's why this upsets me. And then I wouldn't have brought this up today. But the fact that they actually had the audacity to blame video games. Something recreational. F*** off. <laughs> I laugh just because it's so... It's like it's insane to me. We've already gone through the. I mean, we've we've already had this experience in our country where we've had, you know, uh, we 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 had like you know, we we've had this history of like at Columbine, there's the the school shooting and people are like, oh, it's because of Doom. Like these kids play Doom too much, that they practice to the, the then shoot all the all their all these students. It's like no, Doom was about like shooting aliens and like a horror game. Like it's. You know, and they, they, they blamed, like, Mortal Kombat at the time, which, yeah, there was that rampant uh, epidemic of kids uppercutting other kids' uh, heads into the ceiling and their spines would come out. Like, what the f*** do you... No, it's, it's not video games. It's the fact that, like, it is a systematic uh, 
broken system of just allowing people access to these uh, these weapons that are frankly no one needs no one needs in like an AR-15 but, don't fucking come Brandon, at me with like if 30 to yeah. 50 hogs come on your property <laughs> the only thing that you can kill it with I swear to god that is like been, that has brought me so much joy in the it really has day or so like, like in the middle of this conversation, I want to say that's, like, one of the funniest things I've seen on Twitter. I think the best um, response I saw was from Dan Slott, or he tweeted the response, and right. it was, the only way to get rid of 30 to 50 hogs yeah. is with your own 30 to 50 hogs. Yeah. That's, like, a good guy with 30 to 50 hogs, yeah. And then the next best thing I saw was someone tweeted, uh, uh, shout out to Lights, Camera, Barstool, this was uh, Ken Jack from their podcast, but the, he tweeted out a picture, and the caption was, how do you react if this is in your backyard? And it was a picture of a backyard with 30 different copies of the movie Wild Jesus. Hogs. <laughs> oh, my God. That's insane. Um, I think my favorite was Franco Francovilla, who's, like, a comic artist. He did, like, an old, like, 60s horror movie, uh, like, an Italian horror movie poster for like feral he's like feral hogs and there's just like this this boar on the cover like ah like like screaming at uh <laughs> at, like into the poster it's ridiculous um but yeah i mean it's it's good but yeah yeah you yeah, had to come back around it really is this idea that like people will constantly justify how they feel about like the fact that they, they need these these guns it's i'm like, calling them no, junkies don't i'm literally i i think that is the best term i've decided if you if you think you need these weapons that you don't actually need, you're a junkie. You are actually a junkie. Right. Um, it's frankly irresponsible to everyone else in our country if you're just holding on to these ideas of you need these weapons so badly that you're going to cause other people all this pain. Um, and not only the people who were, 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 were killed, and it's incredibly tragic, but it's all the people who then have to live through that who then survive that experience but then have to live with uh you know, like the, the 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 like ptsd from that experience and it's it's tragic to think that we have to have like you know we have to have schools have to have drills where they t- they have to talk about like all right if we have a, a school shooter this is what we have to do and they have to do that for all co- like high schools and elementary schools and like preschool it's it's not just like a one thing and it's the fact that like there's no safety in America. I can't I um you know I can't go to church without feeling afraid. I can't go to the movie theater without thinking, all right, if something happens, if I hear something, I can duck under these seats and run to this exit. I had that I had that thought on Sunday when I saw a movie. I was like, all right, if something starts to happen, I have to figure out a way to get out of here because that's the country that we live in and it's it's terrifying to me and it's saddening but I think above all it just makes me so angry that we're again trying to shift the conversation to something that is not to blame and in fact is just another scapegoat and a line of scapegoats when we all know there, there is a better solution to all this. Instead of just throwing up our hands and saying, well, we'll figure it out. Like, never, I guess. We'll just 
do nothing, and that's it. It feels like the Simpsons episode with uh, Flanders, like, his parents, where they're like, we've tried nothing, and it's not working. Like, do (laughs) anything. There has to be some solution to this instead of just, you know, just nothing. I can't, I don't have the solution because I don't, I don't work in the government. I don't work. I don't, I'm not able to pass these bills, but what I'm going to do. And I know Zach, like you're not trying to make this political, but just, I think it's important to our podcast to kind of like, you know, in the same way that, in the same way we always say, but with your dollar, vote with your dollar. In the same way, I'm going to say, vote with your values of what you care about and make sure you find a representative that values our country's safety and frankly call your representatives and send them letters and make sure your voice is heard that if you are as frustrated as we are to ensure that um, our country's representatives and senders and just everyone in the government should listen to the fact that people are dying every day and we need and there has to be a better solution for this. Vote with your heart. That's what it is. Right. To uh, to to keep this going, um, uh, something Brandon said I think is very important is that I I know personally I haven't yet, and and I say that scarily yet, uh, have anyone personally affected by a situation like this. Um, although I've known people that could have been in those situations, kind of a thing. Um, but in this real world that we live in, uh, these are things that have happened and to kind of put a slight positive spin on this discussion, uh, in the description, I will be adding a link for something called impact your world and impact your world is an organization partnered with, uh, another one called public good. And it lets you donate to, uh, the El Paso or Dayton Relief Foundations. Um, so if you have anything that you can share with them, according to their descriptions, they are you know, just trying to help out with those communities right now in any way that possible. Uh, I will say, uh, full disclosure, Impact Your World is an affiliate of CNN, and if that makes you uncomfortable, well, I'll also be putting a link below for the American Red Cross. Um, they're always taking donations, and... You know, that's a more general cause that's going to help everyone. And to end one way, one more way, how you could help, uh, just always consider donating blood when you can because that's really what's going to help out at the heat of the moment in these situations. Honestly, that's a really good point. Not to, like, derail this too much, but um, it's incredibly important to donate blood if you can. It's, like, something that helps a lot of people. And especially when there is an emergency, there is always a need for more blood and especially if you have maybe you don't realize but you might have a blood type that is rarer like more rare than other people oh yeah and it's incredibly important to have that you never know who it's going to go to you never know how it's going to help um Um, even 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 like like just you know it's just it's just a good cause like you're you're not yeah donating blood's not going to go somewhere bad it's going to go to someone who needs it when they need it um it's to dracula (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the secret. That's actually who's running American Cross. That's fine. As long as that's you're not you in a uh, 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 
Rancho Cucamonga and Adam Devine's not puncturing your blood bags in the in the ambulance, you're fine. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was such that's a great episode. gruesome episode. Yeah, um, God, that's. I'm glad we're able to laugh about this, and I know it's a very heavy. Um, this whole section has been very heavy, and it's it's difficult to talk about, it, but it's important to us as as I said before, as video game fans and as people to talk about this and as much as i want to just keep on i we we felt a responsibility to talk to talk about this and i'm i want to thank zach for spearheading this discussion and right. including us in this pocket in this episode yeah i mean i hey to the listener i i mean i apologize this is the first thing we're starting with but i think the relevant the relevance of it is that important uh to actually video games now, uh, but also to the American people in general. Um, and additionally, this is our medium that, well, this is the shared medium between Brandon and I that we have. And this being a podcast, it's always good to have it, uh, have what's most important spoken first. Cause you never know when people are going to stop listening or not. Um, and I, I just, for those of you that did listen, uh, thank you. Thank you for, spending the time hearing our thoughts and hopefully taking it to heart. And, uh, you know, like I said, consider donating to the cause of your choice. Uh, if you can, you know, always whatever you're capable. All right, cool. Moving on to the lighter news. The Nintendo switch light was announced the other month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must've made a really, really dark joke there. Uh, it's going to be like, Oh, it was, it was used to kill a bunch of people. Uh, someone took it, took it apart and just threw pieces at people and it killed them. Uh, 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 no, the N- Nintendo Switch Lite <laughs> did not uh, kill anyone because video <laughs> games aren't killing people. But anyway. Yeah, surprisingly. Uh, but yeah, so yes, yeah, so Nintendo Switch Lite uh, was announced a little bit ago. And I wanted to get your opinion on this, your, your raw opinion on this. Just... I'm so conflicted about this device <laughs> like like so conflicted like brandon i don't have i'm not one way or the other because like i don't know if it's the like the 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 need the newest bestest thing in me like or what right but, okay all right all right so i'm gonna real quick put the details out just just throwing all the little detail for the listener because hey you never know who's gonna pick one up uh so the nintendo switch Lite was announced Basically, it's a Nintendo Switch, but it's in handheld mode only. It doesn't dock. It won't go on the TV. Uh, the Joy-Cons are essentially permanently attached forever. Uh, they don't come off. Uh, it's a 5.5-inch screen instead of the 6.2-inch screen of the bigger one. We don't know, but we're assuming that it's 32 gigabytes as well with the capability of using a micro SD card. Uh, the last bit of details are that you can get it in either yellow, gray, or turquoise, and it's going to come out September 20th this year for $200, and that's $100 cheaper than a regular Switch. So, all that being out there, you know, again, if anyone's interested after hearing us and they want to get a Nintendo Switch Lite, there's your details. Go to your local GameStop and support them. Uh, Brandon, I'm so conflicted because, like, to me, this is both useless and useful. Um, like the best way I can describe it is if you don't have a switch, this is dumb. But if you do have a switch, this could be an interesting investment. Um, 
Because, like, if for some reason you wanted a second... So say you have... Say you live with someone and you both use the Switch or you both kind of use it or whatever and you want to have a second one but you don't want to invest in a full Switch, this sounds like an interesting alternative. Like, oh, okay, that way so-and-so can play on the TV with the regular Switch and I can play my games on my light. It's more of a mobile device, right? Yeah. But on the other side, why won't you just get another another switch? And, and and something that was pointed out to me, for only a hundred dollars more, you're gonna get a bigger switch. It's gonna come with removable Joy Cons that you right. could then use on either switch. So if you have two, like you could have up to four Joy Cons, and it has docking mode. So like, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool, but also entirely useless. <laughs> I think I think that's a good way to yeah it's definitely like I will so I will say from my point of view I if, if I were to buy a switch in the next few months like and if, and if I didn't have one I would probably still go with a regular one because that's the bigger screen um, I actually I was thinking the, the, this the other day I would I, I so I pretty much play the switch ninety percent handheld mode. Um, and it's super useful. It's just a lot of fun being able to just take it anywhere. Oh yeah, and just play it. Like I went to the movie theater. I played it before the movie I saw. That's I pretty funny. Which <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I've done that before with, with, with my DS, but this felt like <laughs> you felt like a pro. Uh, I felt like a. It, it was like yeah. It, it felt like a power move. I was like, "What are you gonna do? I'm playing my Switch right now." I was just like <laughs> kind of near the back. I'm just like. I'm just like, here's what's up. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to play this real quick. Um, and so I will say, I actually, like, would want a bigger screen for my Switch. Like, not That's like what... I, I, sorry, sorry, yes. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, but, like, when they announced this, I thought for sure they were going to announce two... I Like, there was rumors that, like, another Switch was going to be announced, and rightfully so. You know, a lot of consoles come out with the console right. point two or point five, whatever. Um, and I assumed that they were going to announce a light version. Like, I figured that, and I, I actually thought, and I'm sure I read it, I'm sure it wasn't my own idea, uh, but I actually thought a, a handheld-only <laughs> mode sounded like, that kind of makes sense, it, like, as something they invest in, but I thought they would simultaneously release, like, an XL too, like, a bigger Switch with a bigger screen and bigger memory, um, but it's just the light, and, like, it just seems like... I don't know. Like, I feel like the biggest grabbing point was the fact that it had a, a D-pad, and I don't care at all. Like, that means no. <laughs> that means no difference to me. Um, right. I that's and, and like it's funny because even even with what I said, like the the interesting thing to me was like, oh, it's it's a different device I could take on handheld mode, so I don't have to take my switch on handheld mode. But just like you said, it's made for handheld mode, like <laughs> the original. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 a cool concept, nice to, but almost just like I said, pointless. Yeah, it's nice for for kids, like especially for for parents who are like, I don't want to shell out that much if they, they can make a model that's like a little bit sturdier. I feel like I feel it's perfect for Pokemon for like that generation because I feel like there's gonna be a yeah. ton of kids who are gonna get the new Pokemon game, and if you're like. This kid's gonna get his, his jam hands all over the thing, maybe. 
I should uh, get him the one that's like a little bit sturdier, a little less going to break real fast. Um, so I, I totally see why they have it. It's just not for me personally. That's actually, Brendan, that is an amazing point that I didn't even consider. Like, Thank you. Like, <laughs> you're welcome. That's, no, but that's like, that's an amazing point in the sense that like, okay, let's think about this more on a child-friendly level. Like, um, like every one of my siblings and I had a DS. But if right. I had been, if we were born in this era, I doubt every one of us would have had a Switch because it's a console. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So like that actually, I could see like, say Santa Claus brought us a Switch one year. But like I want to have my own switch. Do you think he's gonna? <laughs> not not this year. No, not oh, not coming up. I gotta wait. I gotta wait another month. Yeah, I gotta wait another year. <laughs> but like like I could totally see like parents getting a switch for the house. But just like you right. said, getting Jimmy and Tommy their own switch lights so that they're not fighting over the main console. And then hey, then mom and dad can go play uh, snipper clips on the regular one. Um, right. But like, so so I don't know. I, I feel like you just single handedly like. Again, you said it right in the sense that it's not for us, but it's not as pointless as I just thought. Right. It's yeah. You know, it, it's it is one of those things where I'm. Uh, I had to take some time, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Not everything is made for me." And I was like, hmm. is that- <laughs> "Where have we heard <laughs> that before, that like- Sonic fans?" <laughs> not trying to say like that. that, that that's how you, you you were reacting, but it was like it's definitely one of those things where I was just like, it's not for me, but I'm glad it exists at least. Um, yeah, but I will say it like, doesn't hurt I, anyone. Yeah, I think it's definitely aimed for younger generations, which is nice. But I also want I same I say this, and at the same time, I'm like, yo, Nintendo, make a bigger screen for me personally. Just make one one unit just for me. Just uh, I, I think if they released an XL Switch, I would probably I would probably drop it. I'd I would I'd drop the money for it. I, I would. Uh, uh, yeah, Zach. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> the Brew Boys would get an XL. Oh, yeah. We'd be getting XL switches. Uh, I... I gotta say, if they had released one with... Ah, uh, Sin. My Sin, Brandon. I assume you have the same Sin because we haven't talked about it, but I still haven't gotten Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I've not. It's eating I'm at me. So I want it so me. badly, but it's just it's just not a good time, you know. Like it's just it's, it's just, just budgetary. Yeah, it's just I uh, I want it. And, and to be honest, to the listener again, we're gonna tease in the list coming up later. But uh, that would have been probably spot one or two if that was a fall release. I would have put that up. Oh there. yeah, like yeah. that 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 would. If we had done this podcast before it released, I probably still would have put it at one. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think it, since it, it's it's out, it so amazing. it's yeah. not really a pre-order anymore. It's taunting me. Yeah. So honorable mention: Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. <sighs> but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so I think that's one day, Zach. That's <laughs> one day I'll get to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on my imaginary Switch XL. <laughs> that's a very it's a it's a very attainable uh, fantasy. I just realized. I was like, one day, Zach, we'll get to it. I just need a little bit more money. My bank account. It's just gonna. It's it's just a matter of maybe I should save up some money to get it. Right. Like that's the. That's literally it. That's literally like, it's it's pretty much just stop eating so much fast food. You, you big fatty. Yeah. That's uh. <laughs> that's that's how attainable this fantasy is. Uh, I know that feeling. 
All right, moving on. So, because I don't think we got much more to say on that different colors of Switch Lite. Oh, uh, so so the actual. What what color would you get if you were to get a Switch Lite? Easy gray. Got to go Philadelphia Grouffit style. Hmm. Gray. Yes. Interesting. Yes, absolutely, hands down. Uh, Not the yellow. I like the yellow. I like the yellow a lot. Like that would be my next Mm. choice. Yellow would be second. Like it. Uh, just, second, huh? just not second. loving it. Uh, but I'm not loving it. Have we threatened to end this spot? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we've actually done podcast. it today. Oh no, that's not true because we said even if we, we fight, we're yeah, going like to release it so the public knows. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah, that's it. yeah, that's uh, that's it. Yeah, that's that's. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh you know it. I'm glad that Nintendo at least is releasing hardware that is like um, it's it's different than the Switch, like the the the, the base model. So at least I, I hope we do get more variations on the Switch, like the Switch Pro, uh, Switch Mega. That's just a TV. Like it's just a like you you can't take it anywhere. Yeah, it's just it's just you nail it into into your floor. It's like <laughs> just drilled into the. I'm just. I know this is, like, a joke, but I'm honestly, like, going through my head, how would you make this work so that, like, okay, you have a TV, but the Joy-Con's yeah. attached to it somehow, and you yeah. get to take something. Like, I do you get maybe you get to take a portion of it away? Like, maybe I, a, I, 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 I feel like this is a thing. This is, this is a, like, it would be, like, a table. Like, you stand up and you look down. You look down <laughs> on it. And it's like the whole, it, like the table, like the whole screen is like the tabletop. It's just like a, you gotta like really, it's like really long too, so it's like really uncomfortable. That's how you play forever. all the Mario Party games. Yeah, <laughs> you, you said that you're just mentally and physically exhausted by the end of it. You're yeah. just like, I right, this is the worst party I've ever been to. <laughs> all right, we gotta move on. Uh, <laughs> so actually, the breaking news from today. Uh, it's technically full rumor, rumor mill, but oh, uh, bully the video game. Uh, we're gonna a uh, bully two is apparently <laughs> rumored to be coming out next year. The only the all the rumor is is that bully two is coming out next year on PS4 and Xbox One, and it's gonna be cross gen. So it'll also Ooh. be coming out on PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet. Oh shit! So it's gonna be a late fall 2020 release, is what the they're saying right uh so yeah so yeah what what's your thoughts man that is super exciting to me um so for one just in general i love bully um i know it's got very specific it's supposed to be a really good game huge following i've just never played it right it's yeah it's definitely like it's like a cult classic I feel like I feel like it's been it's been talked about a lot. Absolutely, um, especially when you're like, talking about a PS2 game in like today. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, so, but Bully is a great game. Um, if you ever get a chance to play it, I highly recommend it. What I think is so great about it is that it takes that era of Grand Theft Auto and it transplants it to like a boarding school, or like not really boarding school, but it's like an uh, it's like an uh, academy. Yeah, but it does it in this way that like. When the title was coming out, um, at the time, there was a lot of people who were railing against it because they were like, oh, you're playing as a bully? As, as a bully, like, that's that's disgusting. Like, you shouldn't let you do that. But the game is actually about, um, you're, you're kind of, 
the, the game is about you're you're the one who's being bullied, and you're kind of like a tough kid. So you kind of like are like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight back against these, like um, that, like uh, yeah, like uh, against all, all these bullies and stuff. And it's actually, um, yeah. So it's it literally is about like just you taking control of not really this school, but you taking control of like what happens to you. So it's just kind of like this way of um, instead of instead of like all, all the stuff in, in in like a GTA game that would be gross or kind of nasty. That would be like you know it's full of murder and um, and like and sex and drugs and all this stuff. Mm. It's kind of changed in this one to be more like, oh, um, you know, like, you're not going to get arrested. You're going to ex- get expelled. And that's, like, <laughs> the worst possible thing that could happen. Um, and it's like, oh, you're going to get into this, this like, a fist fight with this some kid. But it's going to be like, you're going to get a black eye um, instead of, like, some bullet holes. Um, so it, it really is, like, I think a, a lot of fun in this way that, like, you can have, like, a. it, it reminds me of, like, an 80s like uh, a teen comedy where it's very much in this like kind of like a romp that you can do but it's yeah. and it's taking all that gameplay from GTA but making it in a lot more fun and a lighter uh, fare instead like there's a lot of stuff in GTA that I just feel like they go it, over the it, top it, it either exactly like it doesn't play well or it's just like it's not as funny as they think it is but I think Bully is very smart very funny um, does a great job with the school gear as a concept because it basically is like you play through um the end of summer speaking of we're almost there uh like Scary. you you play from like the beginning of september and you play through like all the months it goes through like halloween halloween's a big event in that game where you have like a couple missions that tie into that one and then you have like thanksgiving and christmas and it all it all like kind of leads up to the end of the year and it's a really cool pro- progression for that game um, if you like open world stuff, and if you like games that are just kind of, I will, I will have a lot of humor to them, but in a way that is not that's not going to make you feel gross or like like a GTA game. It's very much a lighter version of uh, what you'd expect from an open world game from Rockstar, but still a lot of fun and worth playing if you had the chance. Um, it was originally released on the PS2 xbox era i don't know which platform specifically but it was also then re-released on ps3 and xbox 360 and i think that one might be backwards compatible with the xbox one I'll yes check. it is oh so I, I i distinctly remember seeing that actually at a walmart and being like well you oh, know wow. son of a gun damn but yeah so if you have the chance and if you want to play a great like fall game highly recommended and it's probably on pc as well if you're curious it's but probably um, on steam everything is yeah uh so that's my my screed about bully uh if you're you're curious that's um i like that game a lot if bully you is tell. also available on ps4 there you go no excuses everyone has to play it if you're listening to this you have to play it i'll tell you what i'm gonna put it on my favorites right now so that if it goes on sale i'll pick it up I'm gonna play it again. It's a great game. Um. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey. Oh wait. Are you, are you are you getting it digitally then? You know it. Digital uh, Defender, baby. Woo! That's how it's gonna be. Do you? Um. Well. That actually that reminds me of a, a new story I just saw today. Interestingly enough. Um. 
So you think Bungeon, like, are, are we done with the bully stuff? Absolutely, yeah, we can move to the next thing. <laughs> so, hey, Zach, um, you know, I was thinking about on Friday, I think I was going to buy the, 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 um, the DuckTales game remastered on uh, Wii U, um, PS4, Xbox One, PC, uh, just any of those. Oh, wait, I won't be able to on Friday. It's getting pulled from all the stores. You won't be able to. Da- you won't be able to buy it anymore. Is it really? That's so sad. Ducktales remastered being removed from all digital storefronts. Yep. So uh, that's a big thing I wanted to point out. If people are curious, um, you'll have until Wednesday at least uh, to buy it. It's right now. It's like seventy five percent off. It's like three dollars. Are you talking like um, Wednesday, like August seventh? Yes. Okay. That's tomorrow. Yeah. It's it's like. It is tough. It's one of those things where it's just they kind of announce it pretty quickly. They're like, it were, it felt like they forgot, and then they had just gotten into work. They're like, that like someone should have sent this out like last week. They're like, hey Bob, you, you got that memo out about uh, about Ducktales, and he like kind of looked around like, yeah, I got it out, and then quickly ran to his computer and just like shit 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 shit, immediately just sent out like a press release about. Docktales is not available um, pretty soon. So, yeah. This article is saying that it will be available on at least Steam until 8 p.m. Eastern Time, August 8th, Friday. So, hopefully this goes out tomorrow and people will have that chance. Because that does stink. I, I, hey, I will admit that. Like, that is a, that is a sucky, sucky thing. He admits it. He admits digital is futile. Uh, hey, you There's want to actually? I'll, gi- I'll give you another uh, knock on digital. Um, but actually, it's a knock on digital itself. But I uh, plus for Steam. I uh, so actually, Brandon, I was going to say this. I was hoping to say it was a game I was playing because I saw and got Doom on the Steam store sale for like I think it was six dollars. Like uh, oh damn. I was pumped. I was going to play Doom. Yeah. Um, but apparently I still don't to this day know how my laptop's uh, specifications work because it did not load at all. It I tried to really? do every trick in the book and nothing would work. Uh, but thankfully, for those of you that don't know, Steam allows you to return digital games uh, if you do it within – if you play less than two hours of the game – and you return it within a month of buying it, um, right? And so, which within, is a huge help. I think that's uh, a really great way of handling it. Absolutely. Like even for me, like like I know it was only six dollars. It wasn't really about the money. It was the fact that like I was going to have this game sit in my li- library that I literally couldn't play. Um, so it was just nice getting that back and being like, okay, well, I made a mistake. They took it back. It's all good. But yeah, so that was a little disappointing because I still don't know how my laptop works. Because it had the right processor, it had the right RAM, but I think it didn't have enough of a graphics card. I'm still not sure. Um, so I'm just going to wait till it's yeah. on sale. On uh, Eventually I'll play it on the PS4. We've talked about it. I'll, I'll probably get the yeah. VR. Um, but anyway. So yeah. Not di- hey, hey, I may be a digital defender, but it's not always cheese and crackers. I mean, I'm just saying, uh, I'm just going to... 
sit back here and um, I would just get a laugh on top of my all, all my piles of discs. <laughs> just la- it's an absolutely real laugh. As you like crack half of them from stepping on them, and then they're not playable. <laughs> Crunch. It's, it's honestly I've done something like that before. Uh, it's it has happened before where I was like. Here's another. Here's another. Uh, a danger. I will. I will say a physical. Not just to make it a little fair. Um, I was going to bring uh, my PS One and a copy of Blitz ninety nine for the PS One down to the beach the other weekend with my brother. And I was getting all my stuff ready. Got my PS One in a bag, and I got my copy of Blitz, which I'd gotten from a thrift store. Um. Way back, I mean, like a year ago, I, I, and here's the this the like a detail that is very important. I hadn't opened the di- the the case uh, up up to this point, and I was getting pumped. I was like, all right, I'm excited for the beach. I'm a I'm just gonna check and see if uh, there's a manual in here for the the game. There was no game in there. What? Yeah. That sucks. The store the store sold me an empty case. Wow, you know, I was just about to talk about like I one thing I do like about physical copies is I, I like the physical game retailers. Like I said earlier, I I support GameStop. I know it's a chain, but I still support them. Um, and uh, that blows, bro. <laughs> that sucks. It was literally the worst moment of my life. Uh, <laughs> I think um, no, it, it was like those things where it, it did make me. It really bummed me out. Um, I spent a whole two dollars on that game at a thrift store. So I think, um... Alright, well, I feel a little less bad. <laughs> I got blitzed. I got blitzed by physical media. And I just want to confirm, are you talking about the <laughs> football game blitz? Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah, man, I'm talking about Blitz 99. The, the you know, the, the football game with the the, the, the the players look like they're... They're smuggling watermelons in their, in, in their jerseys. Like, that's how the graphics looks. This is... Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most sports talk you're ever going to gen- genuinely get from Brandon. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I will go on record. I'm not even kidding. Blitz '99, Blitz 2000, are like two of the best games ever made. Um, I, uh, my brother's friend, yeah, he he brought them to our brother's bachelor party about two years ago or so, and we played more Blitz that weekend than I think I have my entire life. Like it was maybe. It was a lot of hours of Blitz, and it was amazing. Blitz still holds up to this day. If you get a chance, play it on N64 or on PS1. Uh, huh. Do the multiplayer. That's super fun. Uh, I played with uh, my brother and I were on a team versus our other friend, and it was a blast. It's amazing. Great game. I don't think it's available available digital because there's a lot of light, like, uh, licensing issues going on, and it's tough to find physical. So we both lose in this situation. That just <laughs> no means it's a good game. On They're fighting for That's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go down to like a retro store, and I gotta find it at some point. Gotta find the actual copy of it. I can just be like, I got the, I got the case for it. Can you give me the disc? <laughs> Start banging trade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, anyway. All right, moving on to so next bit of news is a little older. Um, 
you might remember this, Brandon. It was a pretty pretty fun time, but uh, San Diego Comic Con came and went. And do you know yeah. what video game showed up? Showed up to play? Um, mm, can you come up with a joke answer? Avengers. It was Avengers. Um, Avengers did show up, and nothing was officially released online, which sucks. And we can talk about that in a huh. second. Um, yeah. But there was a lot of leaked footage, and while I won't link any leaked footage, I will say I watched said leaked footage. I gotta say, and, and they had the demo on the floor, it looks like it's coming along. It looks a lot of fun. Um, yeah, what'd you think? Uh, so again, this is based off of, you know, some guy sneakily getting half the screen on his phone or whatever. But, uh, alright, so so you got to see him play as Thor, Iron Man, and Hulk. And dude, Thor looked like so much fun. Like, Ooh, that's awesome. like swinging yeah. the hammer around and like, it looked like, it was funny because it looks like he was depending on the hammer, which kind of makes it interesting for, for a fighting style of the character. And he's right. like swinging it like, and, and like hitting everyone that walks by him. And then the one thing I saw that I really liked was him throw the hammer at like, so he's fighting enemies that was around him. And then it quick changed to like an aiming trigger and he uh like clicked contact with a faraway enemy and as soon as he chose the enemy the hammer flew out of his hand and nailed the guy in the chest like oh my god it seemed that pretty fluid combat yeah. yeah um thor's face still looked a bit off um but the rest of him looked pretty good and and like i said like the fighting style itself looked just like a lot of fun um and uh something i think we joked about last time is like Oh, is it like when if you're gonna give me an Avengers game, like I want the game, and this looks like they might have it. Like it looks like you're playing. That's good to hear. As, yeah. Um, something. Now I've obviously not played the demo, um, but something people that played the demo have been quoted saying pretty commonly is that Thor feels like Kratos from God of War. Oh. So I take that wow. as a good thing, Brandon. You've played God of War. I have not. Um, that is very good to hear. Uh, if he does play like Kratos, that's a very good sign for this game. Yeah. Um, I think in, in general, I think that's a great. Uh, it's a great game to to play off of and use that style. I really hope they're they're doing. Some really cool stuff with that. I think you you do a lot of really cool stuff with Thor, and I hope they're able to translate a lot of um, not directly the same gameplay of of God of War, but do their own thing. Yeah, and I, I hope agree. they can trans. They can also find a good uh, a good feel for all the other characters too, because like I, I would hate for each character to just be like, oh, it's Kratos from from God of War, but I'm playing as Black Widow. Oh like, that'd be yeah, weird no. If it, was, if it was like everybody played the same, like I, I hope they can find a good mix for each person i agree and i will say that was the interesting thing between watching thor iron man and hulk was they were each unique um right so going on to iron man so iron man had two mechanics i don't know if you remember from that quote-unquote gameplay trailer we got at e3 it just looked like it was a one track like iron man's flying through the air and you're shooting people but that was it like okay you're not really controlling much um right so the the demo showed flying like that, 
Um, and it did still seem kind of that way. Like you're controlling where Iron Man is on the screen and I guess who you're shooting at. It's not too special. It still looks like it's on a track. But then it showed him land and actually do ground combat. And the ground combat right. looked like a lot of fun. It it okay. looked like a playable Iron Man 1. Um, oh, wow. My best the, – the, the, the best way I wanted to put it was the, the moves he did looked like when Iron Man lands in the – uh, Ten Rings terrorist area that and right. in Iron Man one, and then he's like he's like punching someone, and then he turns around and the missiles shoot, and then he turns around again and he shoots lasers behind. Him. Like that was how his fighting style looked, and it looked again fun, which I'm very excited for. Um, but I think the most fun looking one was Hulk because it shows <laughs> it was a pretty. I'll, I'll say this: it starts off with Bruce Banner jumping out of the plane. You know, which is pretty right. classic, but the transition yeah. kind of didn't look great. So hopefully they they fix that up a bit. But once Hulk actually landed, it's I mean it looked like Hulk beating up Loki, and they're just all the guys around him, and like you're just you're just you're just a monster fighting, and it just oh my god, that's exactly what I want. Like that's exactly what yeah. I would want in that situation. Um so I'm excited, and I I wanted to mention this because there the leaked footage has me way more excited than anything they did at E3 did, which they still didn't release anything from Comic Con. They have been quoted saying they will officially release demo footage at the end of August after GamesCon, which we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Um, so I'm conflicted because I feel better than I did at E3 when we got this crap footage, but I'm still concerned. Why are they not releasing stuff? Right. Um, it's definitely like it feels like they're holding stuff back, or they they still have time. I wonder. I wonder like when they're really gonna get into like all right. Here's the real deal. Um, actual stuff for, from this game, so I'm hoping it's at Gamescom because it's there's it's a it's coming up fast. This game, I feel like it's a, it's May yep. of next year. Yep, that's not that's not that far away. Like in for, for all intents and purposes, that's like I don't know. I don't feel like doing math. That's like a couple months away. That's like two months away in some ways. It's about I want to say nine. Nine months away? I was up. To, eat, to each their own. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, who knows who could be right in this situation? Who can um, count? Who's to two say? Two months, n- nine, as you said, 15. It could be any of these. But the thing is uh, that that game is closer than had thought. Like, I thought originally, like, 2021. When we yeah, were no, the game as a whole. Game. Absolutely, it is so close, um, and and I just uh, like you're saying. I'm concerned with wh- I guess concerns the wrong word, but more interested. Like when is right. the marketing going to go through? And I, I I'm assuming right. just like how I was hinting with the Hulk, like you could tell something still wasn't finished. It still wasn't perfectly polished when he transforms, right. or you hope at least. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's it's close enough that they're confident showing this demo, showing this gameplay. But it's also far enough away that they're still polishing it, and 
I I mean that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um and and something I kind of came conclusion wise to is um like the, like a lot of the stuff we've seen a lot of cinematic stuff, right? We've seen that all. Right. But if I want to watch an Avengers movie, I'm going to go watch one of the 20 Marvel movies, right? Like I'm going to go watch an Avengers movie. I hope this is a fun game because that's what I want. Right. And the gameplay that was leaked looks fun. I hope that's true. I hope it improves and that leaves me hopeful, which I wasn't even hopeful after E3. So I think we're at a better place. Right. I think, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. I think it's definitely like, um, I think in, in a lot of ways it's like, um, it's still coming and it's still in progress, but I think, um, I'm hoping we're able to get a better picture of what this progress is going to be like. Cause we, we've seen like a good amount from what I believe would be like the early sections, but I kind of want to get a good overall idea of like what this game is going to be like overall. And that's, that's a very square Enix move. And I know this right. from Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. They are very much the they they you know how a film or a movie isn't always filmed from start to finish, right? Like right, like the first right. scene in the movie could be the last scene shot uh, on filming set. Right. Whereas I know Square Enix like specifically makes their games from start to finish. So like when they show you the beginning of the game, that's because that's their most polished part. So they're known right. to do this. So, so you pointing that out again, that's a great, great observation, Brandon is they're not confident. Well, thank you. And <laughs> you got it all, man. <laughs> they're not confident in what they're still finishing, let alone with what started. So right. I think we yeah. just, we just got to hope, well, I guess we just got to wait is really what it comes down to. And I'm just gonna hope it's a good game, a fun, good game. Yeah, I'm. I'm very hopeful. I trust the developer. I think they're they're incredible. I think they do a really great job. Um, and I think it's a great property. Obviously, we love it. Uh, it would be even better if it was an absolute carnage game. Uh, just saying. Oof. Oof. Um, <laughs> imagine that. Oh man. Oh boy. These brew boys were getting topped off. You uh, know what? Let's let's pause that there real quick. One of my all-time favorite. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. We'll tease for a future episode, whether it's the next oh. one or not. We'll do a we'll do a top five comic video games because we haven't done that. Oh, because man. I I I if you know what I was about to talk about, you know that's easily like one or two for me. Um, oh wow! Like we're talking we're talking big numbers. So, I'm, I'm throwing Big that out. I'm gonna stop my. I'm gonna stop saying what I was gonna say. I was just say, uh, uh, Brandon's right. Give us some absolute carnage stuff, <laughs> or his related buddies. And I'm we swear that. we will try not to talk about this <laughs> next episode. We'll we'll have it talk. We'll probably talk about it next episode. As no, well. this is this is but this is perfect. <laughs> honestly, this is exactly how I expected this to go. Uh, I somehow did not expect this, but I am not at all mad. <laughs> it's 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 definitely like 
of all things, I was going to be like, oh, we're, we're going to talk about Absolute Carnage before the podcast starts. And then it's like, part of me was like, probably going to end up talking about it in the episode, too. Uh, and that's we okay. We did. Um, it's all good. Yeah, it's, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, Danny Case, if you're listening, uh, hey, um, let us write some tie-ins for Venom. Uh, just saying, the Brew Boys are on notice. I would absolutely love an opportunity to just talk with him, really, if I'm honest. Oh, um, yeah, he's... Yeah, just saying, he's pretty cool. Talk to uh, He's pretty cool. You're basically, yeah, just like, saying. best friends, just saying. I'm pre- he's pretty much, like... Yeah, me and him, like... You just hit him up. Yeah, you know, yeah, just get a... Uh, real, real quick on uh, on Twitter. Just be like, yo, Donnie. Uh, which, I'm, I'm glad he, he... He says, like, he calls himself... Um, like, he's Donnie. Not like he's... His name is Donald, and, like, I'm going by Donnie. It's like... We're just good friends, so I can I can call him that. You're on that uh, first name basis. That's all. Still cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a uh, just how things are. But all right. Anyway, so Avengers. Avengers is going to be at Gamescon, so go. let's move on to Gamescon. Uh, so Gamescon is this month. It's August twentieth to August twenty fourth. Um, and surprisingly, Nintendo, Microsoft, and PlayStation. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo, Microsoft. And PlayStation are confirmed to be there. Uh, not PlayStation. Not Damn. PlayStation. Uh, if that's what I was saying, jeez. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to run through these titles real fast, and then we'll talk yep. about whatever we want to talk about. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed that coming to Gamescom will be Luigi's Mansion Three, The Legend of Zelda: nice. Link's Awakening, The Witcher cool. Three, Astral Chain, Fine. and Mario Don't and Sonic: that. The 220 Olympic Games. Said that out of order, uh, and then Dragon <laughs> Quest Ten S Echoes of an Age and Jesus Christmas Dragon Quest it's chill like title. Game. Don't care. Uh, all right. <laughs> so uh, Microsoft, Microsoft bring in Gears Five, um, cool. uh, Minecraft Dungeons, Battletoads. Boring. Cool. What? No. Battletoads. Okay. I meant to say for for, for the Minecraft uh, dungeons. That actually looks pretty good. Uh, that did look fun. Like, just kind of cute fun. It looks um, like, yeah, like, I'll probably end up playing it. Yeah. Uh, other games, Bleeding Edge. What is wrong with me tonight? Uh, Bleeding <laughs> Edge. Uh, and <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection and Age of Empires 2. Oh, oh yeah. Is that this year? Is the Master Chief Collection coming to Steam this year? It is. I think it is this year. Yeah. Missed opportunity <laughs> on my list. Huge Wait missed opportunity. Uh, for upcoming fall games. That's I, that's a little leak that oh. is not, not on I mean, my you list. Can, uh, you can edit it. You carved it into a, into, into a piece of marble. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> um, just holding them up like, like Noah. Yeah, just like, <laughs> these are the pre-orders. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> And lastly, uh, PlayStation, while confirmed to be there, has not confirmed any of their games. So, complete mystery for that oh. one. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> like, funny. Just, that's, a, that's, a, that's a letdown. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to be there. Like, what what if they, just, like, hey, maybe the PS5 out. gets announced there. That'd be pretty yeah, dope. They just, like, randomly, they just have it there. They're just like, yeah, if you want to play it, I <laughs> it's full, uh, <laughs> fully full demo. Just it's yeah. completely ready and unboxed. That would be them, hilarious. I want them to set up, like, like in somebody's basement. They're just, like, hanging out. Yeah, you want to come back? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, super casual about it? Just yeah. Like, you want to play? That would be dope. Whatever. 
That would be sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. None of this sounds very surprising, and I don't think that there's going to be any like new surprises. Maybe we'll get a new trailer for some of these games, but I don't think we're right. going to get any new games. Um, I don't know. Some of this is fun stuff, but a lot of it's not. I, I got to say, I think uh, Master Chief Collection for Steam is my biggest thing. If they came out with the details, that would be great, because then I could try and find out by the time it comes out if my laptop can support it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's actually that's a very good point. I really want. I also want to know. I really yeah. want that because not having an Xbox, that's the that is the only series I miss. Uh, honest to God. If man, if we could do, if we could do like co op Halo, that would be. Oh my God! If we could play Halo Two co op on Steam, oh, the Brew Boys, Brew Boys in action coming to Halo, yeah. The true beer boys. That yeah, that's it, it and that be... is that is my that is the shooter game. That is where I I that's the zone. That that is the one game that I could yeah. pick that up today, and I think I would just slide right back in. I think I could. T- yeah, I. So is, is it just is it, is it Halo one, two, three, and four? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Damn. I think it's one, two, three, four, and I I think Reach might be two. I think Reach might be separate. Reach was the one that I lost some time to, to Reach. Reach was the one that like that got me. So that you want hard. Reach is what you're saying? I love Reach. Yeah, Reach is my Reach is my jam. Uh, like, that's where I get my business done. It's Reach. I see Halo Reach PC gameplay, so I think it um, is coming on there. I think that's just. I think it might be a separate game. I'm not sure though. Right. Okay. Um, but I would. I dude. I want all of it. Every Halo game on PC. Yeah. As long as I can, I will play it. Just all in. Yeah. All in. Uh, anything else for you from Gamescom? Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. All right. Uh, <laughs> last bit of news. Uh, this is another upcoming event. Uh, August 23rd to the 25th is D23, the Disney self-promoting oh, yeah. convention. Um. Nothing really big. Uh, the only confirmed game that I could find is the Vader. Oh, Christ. <laughs> the Darth Vader <laughs> VR game uh, is confirmed. It's going to be at the August 23rd showcase. Um, oh, wow. So that's the only confirmed game. So right. I've heard that's good. So that's cool. So if you're going or if you think there's going to be new news about it, that look forward to that. I will say, throw a little... Little Kingdom Hearts sprinkle into this. Uh, in official D twenty three promotional art, Sora was Ooh. on it. So oh. maybe DLC stuff. Maybe? Are the Brew Boys gonna have to have a quick? Uh, like after the, I mean, they might announce something, and we might have to do a special report. It would Kingdom be Hearts. a solid ten minute podcast of. Oh, it's still in <laughs> Japanese. Looks good. Yeah, same thing. All right, we're good. <laughs> It, but, would, it would be a lot of me just asking questions and being like, so, who's this person? Brandon, it'd be like, all you need to know is explain. that you don't mess with the duck and you're good. <laughs> of all things, don't mess with him. Don't. Zach, don't mess with the duck. It's Brandon. Brandon's the duck. I'm the duck. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. I'm the duck. Don't mess with me. Uh, and all right, so that wraps up our news segment. Thank you guys for listening to that. Um, now, as summer comes to a close, as we've said, 
the younglings, they're all getting ready to go back to school. <laughs> Video games are all over their minds because you know they were staying in their air conditioning all summer. Uh, and Christmas and the winter holidays are coming. And blockbuster fall video games are coming. So now they're all sitting there waiting and figuring out which games are they going to ask Santa for. Um, but you don't trust Santa to bring every game. And you know there's a lot of good games coming out this fall. So for your viewing pleasure, or I guess not your listening pleasure, I guess, uh, Brandon and I have put together our top five games worth pre-ordering this fall of 2019. And I am excited. Uh I have some honorable mentions. I'm just going to mention. Uh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. I think worth mentioning. Borderlands 3 looks a lot of fun. Trailer gets me excited every time I watch it. Uh, Should I say if it's on my honorable mentions list as well? Uh, if it's on your honorable mention, yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. If it's on your regular list, don't, because I'm not going to say a lot. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, I th- yeah, I... I think Borderlands 3 looks great. A lot of potential. Absolutely. It looks... It, it, I uh, I downloaded the Borderlands 2 pack that was free from the PlayStation Plus month. Um, and every... I watched the 3 trailer and it makes me want to just play. So I I want to get through World War 2 campaign and then I'm going to jump into Borderlands 2 is what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, so... That's Border, a good idea. Borderlands 3. I, it looks great. Um... Next one on my honorable mentions, Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding looks amazing, and it looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. It just, I'm still not 100% sold on it. Uh, and I think it's going to be a game I end up watching on Twitch. Uh, so, my but, um, lips but, are sealed. Say that again? My lips are sealed. Your lips are sealed. All right, well, I'll just move on. I, I, I think <laughs> it looks like a great game, and I'm going to just leave it at that. Very hard honorable mention. Um... Uh, Gears of War 5 looks great, but I don't have an Xbox, and I haven't played the last four. Um, right. <laughs> you haven't played... <laughs> you haven't played any of them? No, I've never played Gears wow. of War. Now, that, that is a series I would do co-op. I would play co-op with... I I think 3 is my favorite. Um, which is weird, because like, I think everyone else likes 1. And then like all my friends were like, 2 is the best! And I was like, no, it's 3! And I was, like, the only person who liked 3. Uh, not only person who liked 3, but I, I liked 3 the most. Um, well, we also like the prequels. Get to play as a lady. So. It's true. It's true. And, and, sue me. and again... Don't sue me. We love them. So, come at love. me, bro. Love. Um, oh, yeah. Hard love. But if we, if we get a chance, I would totally play co-op. Gears of War. Is Gears uh, on Steam? Uh, it might be on the Epic Game Store. Ooh, throwing some shade. All right. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. I'm not so, saying, but I'm just saying. And then the last honorable mention I have is Astral Chain. It's an exclusive coming to Switch. Uh, it's the only JRPG I have on here. It looks really cool, but I just I'm not invested enough to actually get it. Um, but yeah, so that's my honorable no mentions. Uh, so yeah, Brandon, any other honorable mentions you want to throw out? Uh, offhand, um, do, 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 nothing particular, nothing, um, particularly that I was, like, super jazzed that I think there's one, um, one moment. I had to load up my honorable missions list, and 
I think there was one that I was like, I almost put on there, but I was not entirely sure how it's going to turn out. But I am excited about, um, if I can find it. Yes, it was that uh, Planet Zoo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just found, like, the release and just to find anything on here. What game uh, is coming out soon? Yes, uh, it's like, uh, which one? Um, no, I think, uh, I think we talked about it for Concrete Genie. I think could be really cool. Um, I think that's a it's a good like like indie game for on like the PS4 and stuff. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, and I think for me, Zelda: Link's Awakening is a re- very exciting um, remake of a game I never really played that much. Uh, no, I never played, and I'm curious as to how it's going to translate to, like, what they're going to do and everything. But I think it could be exciting. I agree. So, that, so that's... It looks yeah. like a fun, cute remake. I I very much agree. Yeah. Um, and that's about it for my honorable mentions. All right, you cool. You got listen. So, uh, Brandon, do you want to... Uh, we'll, 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 so what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to switch on and off. Uh, Brandon, you can take the first spot and... We'll start with number five, which again is our, uh, this is our top five, so we're excited for all of them, but our least excited being number five and our most excited being number one. Sound good? Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to go with my number five pick. I will say before I get to my list, I want to give Zach a warning. Uh, there, this might be a roller coaster of a list form. So, oh, I got to tell you, I think I got... Uh... I, I think I have one or two surprises. I'm I'm excited. I think uh, in a lot of ways we're gonna try to lean into that, and I think um, yeah, I just I hope I surprise you so much that you fall into a coma until all these games come out, and you'll be able to play all of them at once instead of waiting for them. There you go. That's how. <laughs> that's the that's the Brew Boys promise. So at number five. We have on October 25th Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's a good pick. Thank you. So I'm excited about this game and but the reason why it's at my number 5 is that I'm still a little skeptical. I think it's going to be a good game. I sound like a like a politician here, where I'm like, it's going to be a good game, but I want to find out more before I commit to it. Nah, you sound more like a a coach before a game, like pre-talk. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, we're gonna go out there. We're gonna play as hard as we can. They're gonna and... play as hard as they can. We're gonna play as hard as we can. We're gonna do what we can. <laughs> um, but I think it's really exciting. I'm glad we're getting back to a grounded version of Call of Duty. Not that. Any of the Modern Warfare games were really grounded. I mean, at one point, a nuke uh, is set off in space, and it creates an EMP. So, they're basically That's like right. a G.I. Joe video game. <laughs> they uh, are. Like, in a lot of ways. Yeah, there's a lot of, like... But I'm excited. Um, I like that feeling to those games. I think it's always very exciting to have, like, modern military action... Uh, set pieces and I'm excited to see what they can do with it um I am concerned 
in a lot of ways what they're going to try and tackle. Because I feel like with video games, they can sometimes bite off more than they can chew in terms of certain uh, themes or ideas where I've heard some concerns about just like, they're trying to, to depict warfare. I'm not trying to say that video games aren't able to depict mature themes, but in a lot of ways, uh, modern war and conflict is more than just, we need to shoot the other the other people. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to get pretty intense. It's Yeah, so it's something where... like it, they, I think the one article I read was like, expect like almost the majority of the game to have moments all as intense as the airport scene from Modern Warfare 2. And that's a great intense scene, but, like, the whole game being that intense could be a lot. Yeah, I... I don't know how I feel about it. It's, like, one of those things where I'm I'm glad they're going for that kind of intensity. I don't know if I want that same subject matter throughout the entire game. Because, like... What I like about Call of Duty is that it's a fun action ride. Yeah, like JHO, like, cool like you just said. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that's what I want. I don't know if I want, like, to really to, uh, to really have to, like, contend with, like, some very real-world experiences or fears in the modern age that I think, like, could be really difficult to process in a video game. So I'm hoping they're going more for, like, this is an intense scene instead of being, like, this is intense su- subject material. Um, but in a lot of ways, I still like the Call of Duty series. I'm, it is kind of cool in a lot of ways that, like, in terms of kind of like the history of the series, like, they kind of opened... The, not, well... I was going to say they opened the Xbox 360 era with... Call of Duty 4, but they kind of opened it with Call of Duty 2, and it was like a few years in, they did Call of Duty 4, but I feel like that was like the mo- that was like the modern era of Call of Duty. So oh, well, few- I mean, Modern Warfare 1 was definitely the, like, Halo jump title for the, for this series. Right. Like, the trademark yeah. jump. And, like, to have them going back to that is extremely exciting. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great it's it's a great idea for them to end this this whole like a gener- generation of consoles on. It's like, all right, uh, this is the last game probably for PS4 and Xbox One. Let's close it out. Let's wrap it up. It just kind of like we're out the door, and you know the next one will be on PS5 and Xbox One. Agreed. So that? that's my number five, 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 five. Well, very good. good. Solid pick. All right, so for nine, number five, um, I have coming out August 27th, uh, it's Control. Oh, shit. So for those of you that don't know, Control, I mean, I can't actually give you a – well, I guess I could have looked it up, but I'm not going to do that. But like synopsis-wise, it kind of just looks like a mess, and it looks super exciting. And oh, Control yeah. is going to be this, like, you play as this female super-powered detective, and I feel like the best way to put it is that you're, like, the men in black for super-powered people. Like, yeah, instead of hunting down right. aliens, you're fighting, you're hunting down super-powered people and trying to keep it from the public. Um, you have superpowers yourself. You're using a shape-shifting gun. Um, and the tone is, like, a murder mystery horror style. Like, yeah. I think it looks like a super fun and exciting game that completely went under my radar on E3. And when I was looking up 
games coming out this fall. I saw this, and this looks like a gem. And this just barely beat out Death Stranding. Um, I think, ironically enough, I think Control, the trailer gives me more of a, like, feel for what the game's going to have. And I liked that a little bit. Like, I know Death Stranding's whole thing is going to be mystery, but the 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 bit that i understood about control had me a little more excited i don't know and and that's really that's really all i got it just looks like a fun game and that's my number five so i will say the reason why i reacted like that and i I will say i can elaborate more of the games that it's on my list as well um that game looks uh what's the scientific term for it it looks dope as hell it does Um, it just yeah, just in general, it has a really great. I like I I really like how you put it. There's a really good feel to it, like just from the trailer and the the look to it. I think it has a really good atmosphere. And from everything I've heard, it it does sound like it. It's just like there's this this building that is basically like the government keeps all of its like paranormal and supernatural stuff in this one building. And like one of the things I love, and this is kind of like this will kind of sound like kind of scary, is that like. It's basically the building is bigger on the inside. Um, yeah. So that's like it's like yeah, it's just like this otherworldly building inside. And from what I heard, it's like almost like a Metroid sort of game where you'll get abilities later on that you'll be able to like go back to earlier areas and be able to access a different point instead. Um, and it's it sounds it's great because it, it's a new IP, like a completely new property we haven't seen before. Um, even better, I think it's a female lead, which we don't really get a lot in video games. So it's really exciting to have that for a developer that um, they worked on Alan Wake and Max Payne um, and Quantum Break uh, most recently. But I think they're very capable of uh, uh, capable as developers, and they know what they're doing. And it's really exciting to see them be able to come out with something new and just be like, hey. Uh, here is a great action game that is like has a lot of really cool elements in it that I I love campaigns for video games and I'm really glad that this is very much this looks very focused on like hey here's a single player game yeah that's it like no micro transactions no multiplayer just here's the game and I I hope that like like it's definitely going to be an action game but I hope that the st- the horror vibe I get from the trailer is going to be in the game itself too. Oh, yeah. Like it, right. it just looks like a good mix for gameplay. I'm very, it's, it I'm very excited. Exciting. I'm very excited. Hey, it's super exciting. Yeah. So is that your number four? Uh, no, uh, uh, I just, it's on my list, but you'll see. You'll, all right. Uh, all right. So let's roll into Brandon's number four. So number four, four, four on uh, November 8th. Death Stranding. There you go. That's uh, my, my boy, Kojima. He's dropping his uh, hot new single, uh, Death Stranding. And it's... I'm still not sure what to make of this game. I have no idea what this game is about. Yeah, it looks insane. Uh, my favorite... And like one of my favorite anecdotes someone has mentioned is that the way they look they look at it is that like this, this is Kojima, he's working out some some trauma he's had in the past like he's he's working out some uh, some amazing childhood trauma that he hasn't really been able to 
fully alter articulate. If you think about, if you look at it, it's like, yeah, I can see that. There's some oh like, yeah, abandonment and the baby uh, thing. Like there's there's something weird. going on there. Yeah, it's it's very complex. And what I like most about it is that it's like Sony gave him a blank check to be like, hey, <laughs> uh, do whatever you want. Yep. And he was like, yeah, I want to do this crazy artsy sci-fi game that's like that is reminiscent like it's kind of reminiscent of like 70s sci-fi movies like stalker and like 2001 space odyssey and like really esoteric weird stuff that is like very difficult to parse out but it's also just kind of a horror game and like a weird mix of like political thriller and like uh dudes with masks over top of masks and they have Mads Mikkelsen there, he's just chilling with a bunch of Terminator zombies, and like, it kind of looks like the most rad thing I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to be there day one. Um, I'm super into it. I think it's going to be really wild. It's really cool to see K- Kojima just doing something just on his own, just like unleashed, double-barreled, just raw in-your-face Kojima. Um, doing some crazy stuff i'm i'm really excited i know my brother ryan he's excited like every time a trailer comes out one of us texts each other we're just like hey a new trailer for the stranding came out i don't know what's happening but it looks really cool and that's a and then that's a good sign i think for a video game is that when you're excited about it but you have no clue what's gonna happen oh uh, yeah i think it's I, I mean it's a game that you have no idea what's gonna happen and the potential is just Limitless. Right. So that's my number four pick. Good pick. With a um, or with a my uh, with a telescoping ladder that you carry around. Uh, that's a part of one of the latest trailers. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was a. I thought that was cool. Like the how the innovative you can be with some of the equipment. It looks. It just. Right. Looked, it looks yeah. cool. It's interesting. It's uh, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot. I'll put it that way. Uh, so yeah, that's my number four. Four, four. All right. You, well, my number four is coming out November twenty second. It's Doom oh. Eternal. Uh, I have a feeling we're gonna hear about this in a little bit, so I'm not gonna say much. <laughs> but uh, just my two cents, as I say it here. I mean, it looks like a parkour shooter through hell. So hell yeah. yeah. I'm excited to hear. Like so, and like I'm excited to hear your. You obviously know it's on my, my list. But, uh, <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about it more when it comes up on yours. I am excited to hear your your thoughts on it. So we'll we'll keep that. Yeah. For now. Yeah. So my number All right, three. Brandon, number three. My number three. So this one is really special to my heart. It's coming out on October thirty first, or a little day known as Halloween to most people out there. Who, has a, who have a calendar? Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion Three. Is that really stage. coming out on Halloween? I think it is. I gotta check just to, just to confirm. But I think they are doing like a like a Halloween release. That's amazing. It's so cool. great I'm pick, so, by the way. Thank you. Um, I am so excited for this game. I love the first game. I think we we talked about it on our E3 episode. Um. And it's 
super exciting. We're getting a new one, and everything about it looks a lot of fun. They're doing some really innovative stuff with not only the Switch as a system, but also the game, and like the, and like kind of um, making it, making it updating updating it in a really exciting way, like multiplayer stuff, um, a, a Guiji. Like I can't stop saying it at myself. I just I love Guiji. He's yep. like gooey son. Um, and just. It, it's great. It's great having these kind of these kind of games where it's like I love horror. I love horror as a genre, but I also love stuff that's like uh, more spooky and stuff. If that makes sense, like Halloween scary. Yeah, because this isn't. Not, I mean, Luigi's Mansion's not a horror game, but it, it looks spooky. It's like Scooby Doo spooky. What if it's well, like when you said that? I was like, what if it, tra- what if it turns out it's like full? It's like PT. It's actually PT. Like they actually just made uh, like Silent Hills. In. Uh, and they disguise it. Yeah, that's I'm it. in. Um, but yeah, so October thirty first is the release date. But it's it really, it really is like it's like Scooby Doo, it's like a how like a Halloween uh, special kind of game, and I think it's a great one to be able to like hunger down and you just want to like hey, I want to play something spooky, something creepy, and just fun. Luigi's Mansion three, great choice. So nice. You can catch up before then with one and two. Um, I think one is coming to the 3DS soon. Oh yeah, like, I don't know when. I'm gonna check on that. I think it, there is like some. I don't know if it's like fully remastered, but it was it's like definitely a, a at E3. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's super exciting. I love that first game. I I like the second game, not as into it, but I think the first game is like. Is I think like that's a, a pretty general consensus. Right. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um. Never mind, it came out last year. <laughs> last October. Uh, on the 3DS. We definitely talked about it at Friday 3. Yeah, I think... I think it's damn. just wrong. Damn. I just completely missed that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> if you're excited about Luigi's Mansion 3, you never played the first one, you have a great opportunity now on the 3DS. I probably great will, system to be honest. That, like, I don't think you could, yeah, you could, like, they might... Ported to the Switch Lite if you're a you're a dingus. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're just like Lenny from of, of Mice and Men. You just like smash the Switch Lite by accident. I was trying to pet the Switch and it broke in half. That's a reference for all you English literature nerds out there or American literature. All you John Steinbeck heads out there. I know you're listening. Oh yeah. This is <laughs> Zach has fallen asleep and he is he actually died from boredom as I was making that joke. You gotta uh, you gotta pump the brew boys brew back into my veins. Ghost. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So that's uh number three. All right. Nice. So for my number three, actually, uh, a Nintendo pick as well. Surprising even myself when I was putting this list together, I was like, you know what, this this is pretty up there. Um. Mm. Uh, November 15th, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, damn. I honestly am very excited for this game. Um, I It snuck high on my list, but I, I gotta be honest. I I have Pokemon Let's Go uh, Pikachu. No, that's a lie. I have right. Let's Go Eevee. Um, <laughs> I actually have the, the Let's Go Eevee Switch Edition. It's pretty cute. It's adorable. But uh, it's a fun game, but I haven't finished it. Mostly because, like, I've played Pokemon Red and Blue and Yellow, like, three times on Game Boy. So, like, 
I didn't feel a need to blast through it on the Switch, but it's a lot of fun, and I'm very excited to get a new Pokemon game in the same exact style, uh, as well as with new features. Uh, I, I don't really have too much else to say. I'm just, I guess, I, I don't think it's nostalgia. I think it's just more like fandom-like general excitement, and I, I'm excited. That's fantastic. That's like, yeah, I think... Um... It looks incredible. I think there's going to be a lot of really fun features to it that are... I'm, I'm really happy for fans who, um, who've been, like, hoping for that kind of stuff for a while. And it's definitely getting me interested. I, I, I love Pokemon as concept, and I I love the first one. I never... I have a tough time with Pokemon games because I never really got into it as a kid. I just never really had the patience for them. Mm-hmm. But, um, these, the, but this one looks incredible. I think it looks like a lot of fun. I think there's definitely like a zeitgeist behind it because I feel like with with Pokemon Go and with the Switch being so popular and also with the movie coming out earlier this year, I think there's a really cool resurgence of Pokemon that's happening and I'm I'm actually getting like swept up in the excitement for it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, just this is your your plan all along. <laughs> knew it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fake laugh. It's real. <laughs> uh, we like that funnier. All right, uh, Brandon, you're number two. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just you just reminded me of like you just sounded like. Like, I was in a job interview, and you're, like, talking about The Office. You're like, we like that one here. You know, we, we work hard. Uh, we play hard. Uh, you know, we try to try to, try to go bowling every That's fair, fair, full, disclo- full, full <laughs> disclosure. I It's actually a quote from, uh, from South Park. Now I'm doubting myself. I think that it's oh. making – whatever I am quoting, I think it is South Park, but it's, like, making fun of that. Like, that's what – like, okay, it's trying sense, to do yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, that, that's, all, that's all I was thinking. Like, the way you said it, too, I knew you were, like, you're, you're joking, but it was, like – it just cracked me up because it was just, like, the perfect way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we uh, – that's our, our team environment here. We like to think of ourselves as a, as a family. Uh, what, what are the buzzwords I can use from all those job interviews I've been on? Uh, <laughs> all right, so number two. Number two. Two, two. So this one is uh, going to surprise you, and you know, because mostly it is a it is a number two in a series in a way, but coming out on November twenty second, that date will sound familiar. Doom Eternal. Ooh, there it is. Yep. All right, let's get into it. All right, let's uh, let's dive in. That's hey, Zach. Let's go to hell. Uh, let's go to hell and back. Oh, that's actually a better idea. We should probably come back. That's a way better idea than what I had planned. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I am so, like, I'm excited. I'm, so, full disclosure, I'm pretty pumped for this game. And I want to hear what your thoughts on this game are. I'm excited. I just think it looks like a lot of fun for a shooter. It looks very, um... I, I, we've talked about this in the past that, like, in the shooter genre, it's hard to have, like, a um, a uniqueness to your games because, you know, you're a shooter. It's pretty standard. You're a first-person shooter. But Doom, uh, the original, 2016, right? Um, yes. Doom 2016, like, that had a uniqueness to it. It was a great 
reboot or, or yeah it was a great reboot of the series and it brought with it this new style right it brings this metal uh rock to it and i never got to play it and i tried last week and it didn't work out um but this new the sequel it's it looks like it's doing it again like it brings back that same art style but now you have a different gameplay style um you have new ways to run around and shoot demons and as you pointed out before we might even be shooting angels like and so the story element's unique so like it's just it's it's a it just sounds like a blast of unique game and it's just it's very uh exciting i really like how you, how you put it it's like it looks very unique in, a, in an era that is incredibly difficult to pull that off where the like, especially, especially with... in that genre Right, yeah, exactly, and especially with, with Doom that has such a big uh, history to it, where like the Doom franchise as like with Doom's like one of the one of the first like shooters of, of any video game, and that 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 carries with it a huge history. Where it's like when, when you put Doom on a game, you better mean business because it's like you have a huge amount um, of like history to to live up to, and if you don't. Like, it's going to come down on you hard. But they were able to really bring it in 2016. And it looks like they're going to do it again this year with uh, with it, with Eternal. And that's incredible. That's so exciting to see. As I love how it's like, you, the, they could have just been like, oh yeah, we're just going to do another Doom sequel. Like, whatever. But they look like they went, they like, they looked at the, the, the Doom from 2016. They were like, all right. That worked, but uh, how can we make it even better? And that's so exciting to me because, and it's it's cool too because it makes you you excited too, obviously. Because it's like, I love the the Doom game from 2016, but it's like, all right, we're gonna make that even crazier, and it's exciting because it's like now I can be like, yo man, they're gonna top themselves from last time, and like you like, and that's that's exciting because it feels like it's I'm getting excited because I love that 2016 Doom game, but you're excited as well because it looks like this wild like roller coaster of a video game that is uh i think we're both going to be able to appreciate Uh, yeah and and and, like it's it just seems so good as something so different and right like for me today like i don't know i don't get to buy a lot of games any or i i don't choose to buy a lot of games like so when i get something that's a completely different property to me like that's that means a lot. So so like just like I was saying with control and like you were saying with control being like a completely new property and it's very exciting. Um like Doom to me personally, Doom Eternal would be a brand new property to me and it right. looks well worth it. That's so exciting. That's so cool to me like to hear and that's that's what I'm it, it's great to have Doom be relevant again in a way that is, like, I would never have expected yeah. a few years ago. If you told me back in, like, 2015 that, like, Doom would be one of the best games in 2016, I would have never believed you. Um, and if I had gone back to tell myself that, I would have told him to do a lot of... Many other time made traveling sure, made things. Made sure a lot of things... Yeah, <laughs> made sure a lot of other things to forget. Um, <laughs> uh, something, like, something's good in 2016... That I, I was personally worked out for me. Other things, as a nation, did not work out so well. Um, but in general, I think it's super exciting to have a game like this 
be this anticipated on both sides of us um, of a podcast. And yeah, I uh, am gonna go and smash my head into the wall so I can wake up in a couple of months when Doom Eternal is out and I don't have to wait anymore. There you go. That or freeze yourself, right? All right. <laughs> so going to my number two. Uh, another shooter, one that we've already talked about. So I kind of, the, the, there's kind of this feel here that so so I'm excited for Doom, but Brandon's more excited. Well, Brandon's excited for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, but I think I'm a little more excited. My number two, October 25th, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Dude, I don't know. Every time I watch something for this game, it just reminds me why I still enjoy Call of Duty, and right. yeah. and, and and like. I got excited because I found out that it's it's not supposed to just, just be a remake of Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It's a reboot. So it's going to have same characters, but it's going to be a new story. Oh, wow. um, I'm pretty sure if I understood that correctly. Uh, otherwise, I'm a fake girl. I'm a fake gamer. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, and I'm just – it's just really cool. And like I said, like it just reminds me of uh, – it the best possible way a call of duty game can be and with all the new stuff and it, and it really sounds like it's going to be a call of duty for the fans they're saying there's not going to be a season pass um i don't know if all maps are going to be free but it sounds like there's going to be a bunch of dlc free at after launch i i just it sounds like i just said it sounds like it's for the fans and it looks it looks so gorgeous for a call oh, of yeah, duty game like incredible. it just looks so good and I I can't wait to pick it up and play it. I I I I I accidentally get in these trends with Call of Duty that I like skip them. I guess like I think what happens is I get bored with like like I get one and that's enough for me. I don't need to get the next one. Like I don't need the next Madden right. or whatever. And like so I didn't get Black Ops Four, but Modern Warfare looks so good and I I just want it. It looks extremely dope. Uh, that's my seal of approval i think that's a solid seal of approval right yeah. there Bunk. like you really just mash it on onto that cover just me with like like a thumbs up yeah um <laughs> i'd buy I, that in a heart <laughs> we need stickers I, I, I actually have i've thought about making okay this will illuminate how uh insane of a person i am i've like thought about having custom made like a stamp i could do where i could like stamp it on stuff and me with a thumbs up, being like, yeah, for stuff that I love. I, I've threatened to make that and then stamp a bunch of copies of the Mortal Kombat movie and then send them out to people. And <laughs> just be like, <laughs> brand approved. <laughs> just like my face <laughs> and like a thumbs up on the cover. All right. Well, when uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie comes out and you love it, we'll, we'll have to have those ready. We'll have them ready. <laughs> oh, man. You said the magic word. You said All right. Mortal Kombat. It's- it's yeah, officially it's officially part of the episode. Every episode so far. So, yeah, I didn't do it. Sorry, uh, not my fault, audience. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's just how Mortal Kombat is all around us. It's and always it's consistent. We're a mortal. We're a Mortal Kombat podcast. Don't forget. <laughs> right, always and forever. But yeah, I everything you said about Call of Duty Modern Warfare has gotten me even more excited. Yeah, it looks incredible. Um, Really great ideas from everything I've heard. I haven't really gotten into like a good multiplayer game for a while, except for except for Time Fall Two. But I think I think the multiplayer than this could get me back in. Like and, it could be pretty good. 
I agree, and I'm I I actually forgot to look if this is a thing. I think I just assumed it. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to play Black Ops Four uh, Battle Royale mode, but I've always said right. that my least favorite part of Fortnite is that it's in third person, um, right. and I don't like a lot of the style with Apex Legends. And I think that a Call of Duty Battle Royale is probably going to be my favorite. So if they have it for Modern Warfare, um, I'm ready to go. I was hoping you're you're you were just going to be like, I don't really like the third person Fortnite. I don't really like the style for Apex, and then you're just gonna be like, I don't like Blackout. I think I just hate battle royales. I was like, <laughs> that was very good. Be heading for that. Well, you know, um, maybe if I play it, I'll find out that I just don't like no, battle royales. I think it's a good point. I think like especially the feel of, of, of Call of Duty has a very particular, uh, like the for the gameplay, everything. I mean, I we've think... talked we've talked about before. My my issue with Apex Legends personally is I I can't I can't do the three the teams. I don't. I oh, never. Yeah. I. I don't care enough to communicate with random people that I'm playing with. And right. I totally get that. Like if Apex Legends was had a solo mode, that would be my jam. That would be so much fun. Oh yeah, it would be incredible. Um, I hope they do it at some point. That'd be. I think that'd be really fun. I think it would step it up. I really do. Uh, but okay. I think that's a great choice. Um, I'm super excited about Call of Duty. Me too. That's but good year for you know what you're more excited for. Your number one. My number one with a bullet. That is on August 27th. Control. I can't believe that's your number one. That's so funny. Ro- roller coaster. It's like, I'm, I, w- w- when you said you was your fifth, I was like, I didn't expect it to even be, to be on your list. It, I mean, it's, I didn't uh, either. I, like I said, Death Stranding was my number five, but then I found out... I, I honestly, I was reading my latest issue of Game Informer, and I saw this article on it, and then I looked a bunch of stuff on it. Control looks amazing, man. Control looks it so looks good. Amazing. Give me your thing. Tell me everything. So, why am I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, so, I really like the developer uh, that's working on it. Uh, I think it's... Mm, I don't want to get them wrong. I, it's, but it's the developer who worked on like Alan Wake and Max Payne, and quantum break but what i like about them is that they're very particular about their characters where each person they kind of uh they set as their as a a, a protagonist is very particular in their personality and their style and the gameplay that each one they really they come they come into this these, these characters to make sure the game fits them well like max Payne is a He's a cop, and it's an action hero, action hero game. But the way they do it is that, like, they really wrap you into his his psyche and like what's going on with him. And same way, the same way with Alan Wake, where it's a it's a horror mystery game, which is pretty good if you have the chance. That's a good uh, October game. We should we should do a feature on that. Like, what's a great what what, what, are, what are good fall games? Ooh, that's a good idea. We got we got we got a few months. Don't worry. Back little little tease for the listener again. We're gonna we'll try to do at least one a month again for the next couple months yeah i think um so i think in a lot of ways i really i really love their way of like digging in on on, onto a protagonist and being able to kind of show uh what the the character is like the developer is remedy and i totally knew that the entire time it did not just just, I, i didn't just uh 
Look at our right now. Uh, <laughs> but I think what's really exciting about it is that I really like the character I've seen from it, where you actually get to hear her in her monologue and everything. It's kind of like her talking about like, all right, I need to get to this other this other part of the building, and you'll have conversations with people, and you'll hear her thinking about this person where like she'll be like this guy's lying and the guy will tell you something and you have to decide like all right maybe i'll trust this guy maybe i won't it kind of gives you a good perspective onto like what she's thinking and what she's doing as a character and that's really exciting and i think that's a great uh challenge for games is like character work is so difficult to really get in the mindset of someone but with this developer in this game in particular i think they really nailed it I think they're going to do something really special that is super exciting. That's right up my alley. Like everything I've heard from it is, it's very much in this Metroid kind of style of gameplay, but combined with a great action uh, style with it, where it's like you're investigating things, but you're also having these fights and like all these conflicts with all these like supernatural and paranormal like monsters and all these other enemies and stuff. And the look of the game has this like very much like as you put like an MIB but kind of like a surrealist kind of feel to it where it's Mm. not quite horror but it's just this like kind of David Lynch uh, influence on it and like a little bit Chris Nolan like a little bit Inception kind of look to yeah it's like if Nolan did Men in Black like yeah oh like that's that that's what we're talking about it's it's super interesting um it's yeah it's like it's super exciting for a game that is like i don't know if it's a i don't know what the budget was because i have a tough time with video games being able to tell because let's be honest all video games are probably very expensive to to make like <laughs> i don't think anyone's gonna be like yeah this is a cheap game to make no all all games are expensive to make but what I'm excited about is that I like the fact that they're able to do a very, uh, I don't say, uh, they're, they're doing an original IP, and they're doing it with, like, a female character, putting them right at the, at the forefront. And that's exciting. That's great to have uh, in terms of modern video games. We always need more uh, diverse characters and protagonists and stories like this. And it's exciting to me, and it's Again, as we've talked about it, I'm going to vote with my dollar and I'm going to make sure I'm getting control on day one to support uh, what I'm saying here. And that is why it is my number one pick for pre-orders this fall. It's a great pick. Great, great, great job. Um, So going on to my, my number one pick... Um, this is, this is purely like, I, this might not be the best game coming out this, this fall, but this is what I am most excited for. Something that I feel like as a fan, I've been longing for it for years now, since we were robbed of a, a sequel to a certain game. And what I'm most excited for is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, oh yes. I think this looks like just the Jedi game you want it to be. Uh, by the way, it's coming out November fifteenth. Um, perfect. Like it okay. just cinematically looks gorgeous. It looks like it belongs in a Star Wars movie. Uh, 
I love the guy who plays Cal, and I think Cal as an act as a character looks like a lot of fun. His his companion, I forget the name, but the droid, the little dog droid, Super essentially. Uh, it's it just looks like a great dynamic, and all all of the little hints to the continuity of Star Wars, like like the main right. villain is I think it, they're called one of the sisters, and that's like a nod to both the Clone Wars and uh, Star Wars Rebels, oh, sh- and yeah, wait. Is it, is it really a sister? Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm, um, it's uh, the second sister. Um, oh shit! Um, yeah, one of them just appeared in Charles Soul, uh, his run on on Darth Vader. On, on, you're not the only one who's having trouble trouble with words tonight. Uh, it's now getting late. His run on Darth Vader. There's a big part with the sisters. Yeah, it's wow. That's crazy. Yeah, like it's 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 got a lot of, and I know in the E three, I forget if it's the demo or the trailer, but uh, oh, I'm not gonna remember his name, but the father figure to the girl in Rogue One. Wow, just no names, not good. Um, um I know who you're talking about though. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the the guy who uh, he, the the robot guy who dies. With after giving the information, oh uh, no, that guy. Um, oh shit, I almost had his name. Uh, is it Saul Guerrero? Yes, yes, Saul Guerrero, or maybe I don't, I don't know. It's uh, along those lines, yeah. But like, uh, he was in, he's in the game. Like his his character from Star Wars, uh, Rogue One is in is in the game, and that character I think originated from Rebels or Clone Wars as well. Like I just, it, it's. I, and, and like you could look at this as a try too hard kind of like kind of like a I don't consider this a bad thing but a lot of people love to point out in Spider-Man Homecoming there is so many MCU references because Sony's just like ha ha we did it and like right. it's true but like I like that I love that about Spider-Man Homecoming and I love that about Jedi Fallen Order it just looks like a great start to what I assume is a series since it's called J- Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. I can only assume right. they're setting it up for a lot of different Jedi games. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't consider that. That's that's super exciting. That's what I assume. And also, there's so much mystery with the character of Cal. Like, they're not willing to tell you anything about his lightsaber. They're not right. willing to tell you anything about who he trained with or where he's... Like, I... I'm just very excited for, again, the potential this story has, as well as the gameplay just reminds me of a better Force Unleashed, which is exactly what I want. Um, right. I'm just excited, man. Bringing Star Wars back. It looks so good. Extremely dope. And I, yeah, I think, like, you, you really hit a lot of uh, one of the things I was saying about was that, like, I think the character in particular looks really great. I think there's some very exciting elements that they were able to highlight in the trailer where where, where he talks about I think it's maybe in the first trailer where he talked about how you had to keep yourself um, like out of sight and keep your powers to yourself and it's very exciting because I think like in a narrative way I think we did talk about this before but in a narrative way it's going to be exciting to like as you're getting more powers and unlocking more abilities it's like he's coming out of the shadows more and he's he's fighting more for what he believes in and that's like from everything I've read and heard, it's just like it sounds like a very exciting, a different game than I expected. And it's a like there's a lot of ways that they're saying like there's a lot more movement and it's a very uh, agile game and like the combat is very very intense and very uh, 
very intimidating at first, but once you get the hang of it, it's very rewarding in a in a really great way. And yeah, everything you said, like spot on. I it was gonna be on my list, but I'm I'm a little I won't say unsure, but I'm still I'm still a little worried. Yeah. If if that's if that's like if that's fair. Ah, sure. I mean, hey, a lot of good games coming out this year. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is that like, there's also tons, tons of games that like we probably don't know about yet. Like, there's probably indie games that are going to come out at the end of the year that are going to be amazing that we had never even heard of before, which is super exciting. And that's a great, that's a that's great to me. And in a lot of ways, I think it's a good way for the audience. Uh, I think especially that we talked about our games that we're excited for, but it's important um if you're excited about a game you know um pre-order if you can and support it uh when it comes out you know it's important to these developers to get that money and be able to make more games that you care about and that you love i agree uh yeah vote with your dollar um but that that uh i think that 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 that's a perfect way to wrap up our pre-ordering segment so those are the top five games that brandon and i are thinking about pre-ordering for fall of 2019 um that was a good list uh and that that's that's uh that's that's an episode that's a podcast episode right there i think that's a show that that was damn good episode um another one in the bank we can sleep for another month yeah we can go into our slumber full hibernation mode yeah Uh, all right. Uh, well, Brandon, any last thoughts? Uh, offhands? No, but uh, to the audience, keep on playing your video games and keep on reading comics. Agreed. Pick up Absolute or- Carnage tomorrow. Don't worry, we're a video game yes. podcast. Um, <laughs> all right, Brandon, uh, tell the audience where they can find you. Oh, uh, you can find me... On Twitter at, at Brandon Hyde. Uh, you can find my writing at wigmen.com. Uh, you can find me on another podcast, Hide and Go Seek, with my brother Ryan. Uh, you can find him um, at El Scorcho. And then his symbol is the Batman symbol uh, when you're going towards Reading. There's did you know they took that out? Or they painted over they it? They did. Yeah. Uh, I think someone. I think someone actually just recently. I think they they might have done it again. That's it's awesome. Good. I hope so. Like yeah, it's it's almost like a like I hope I hope it was someone different too. It was almost like like a legend. It was just like it's like the dark legends never die. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's no longer he's yeah, he's no longer a hero. He's a symbol. It's just like like a dark night shall rise. Yeah, just um, it makes me so happy. That uh, that's good. Um, but yeah. Uh, Ryan writes at Real Ar- a- a- Anarchy uh, as a movie website. He's doing reviews for them. Check them out and support uh, su- support websites that you care about and share articles when you can. That's a just in general. I think that's important to yes. Uh, if you like a podcast or website, not trying. To- this definitely sounds like I'm trying to like show for myself. Plug, like, hey. share our podcast if you like it, please. 
Buzz in general, um, if you can rate us on iTunes, that would be a huge help. Uh, give us reviews. It boosts our podcast. And if you like us, share us with your friends. And let's get the Brew Boys audience even bigger. Absolutely. I'd love to I'd love to expand the family. Uh like Fast and Furious thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 I still got to see those movies. So you got to see Hobbs and Shaw. I know. I want to see Hobbs and Shaw so badly. And I'm so excited Mission Mission Impossible Fallout is going on uh, Hulu. I cannot oh, wait. That's going to be the first Mission Impossible so I watch, good. and I don't care. I'm watching oh. it. Um, Have you seen the one before that? I have not seen any of them, but I, 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 I'm watching Fallout. I'm watching Fallout, and then I'll watch the rest okay. of them. I'll go back. I can't argue with you. I understand. I gotta see. I gotta see the Fallout bathroom perfect. fight. Oh, uh, so good. oh my! God. I watched it the other day on my phone because I was like, I need to feel it. I need to. Feel, I need to get that, that hit <laughs> again. Get a hit of it. Uh, all right, and then you can find me. I am uh, the Philly Gamer. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Philly Gamer. Um, I'm also on Twitch, but I'm not really doing anything there now because I'm currently job hunting. So, you know, we'll be back to streaming eventually. And like Brandon said, uh, if you do enjoy the podcast, please consider sharing it with friends on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or wherever. And, uh, you know, rating us. It always helps um, because I like to know that people are enjoying it. That's really all it is. Uh, And that's it for me. And I have no last thoughts. Brandon? I'm dead all right uh i'm zach and i'm brandon and thanks for watching or <laughs> thanks for listening to caffeine co-op thanks for watching us recorder episodes yeah, just... <laughs> it's, it's that's it that's... Our, our audience has been like hovering outside my window right the past like two hours just staring at us as before. it's a little creepy well they're in the rain if they're outside season. mine <laughs> uh that's caffeine co-op and we're out